Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the Wild Magic School Bus. This is Maddie B, but you may also know me as Fogren Rockrender. This Dungeons and Dragons podcast may contain fantasy violence, language, and other adult themes. But I mean, what do you expect from a dwarf? Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Alright, well, with all that out of the way, I've got my hammer, and I think I need a pint of beer. Vinny, where are you, lad? My mouth is going to regret this later. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wild Magic School Bus, the most unprofessional DJ podcast you will ever hear. I, of course, am your DM, Calvin Piper, and this class of crack-ups plays D&D with me. Go ahead and introduce yourselves, guys. Oh, <laughs> oh gross! Preston, your radar should be going off because hard. Of, because of the re- I had dental surgery today. The legend. That's why. Oh, I was going to play it off as something weird and try to keep it going. Okay, yeah, so everyone in the room, introduce yourself and give us a reason why Calvin's mouth is going to be hurting. Dental dam. Hey, everybody, this is uh, Drew, and I play, I don't know, Zeth, Zeth, Zeth. A dragon guy. A dragon guy. A dragon. <laughs> well put, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was an iconic moment. My in name's uh, Matty B, and I am uh, Fulgren, the paladin dwarf, and meth. <laughs> Uh, I'm Will. I play Glyph Kazidi, the male lizard folk artificer, and I believe it's actually math. You grind your teeth and you can't solve problems. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, I'm Michelle, and I play Kenneth and Woodchuck. So was that like... That was a wood joke. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, we're going now. Wait, 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 did you go, Matt? Uh, I'm trying to think of me. <laughs> give me a second, give me a second. Dang it, I was going to say beaver. Uh, uh, Matt, TBD, uh, punch to the face. Nailed there it. There it is. Uh, Preston, joke TBD. Um, he owned loan sharks. Ooh, got in deep with the sharks. Right, he has a gambling problem. Uh, that's, why he, that's why he rolls dice every Tuesday. And <laughs> I play Lucius Kane as a Marauder. Oh my gosh! Do you think D and D would be like a good like recovery program for gambling addicts? I have no idea. That how yes, much you want to bet? <laughs> wow. The joke is is because he would know um, because he has a gambling problem. <laughs> you imagine years from now when D and D becomes like a professional sport and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I say with air quotes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, people like place bets <coughs> on characters oh, yeah. and yeah. fantasy characters. And Jordan Duckworth is the god of the world. Yeah. That's 
That's probably how. I it. have created another OP character. That's right, you have. <laughs> uh, Drew is uh, virtual tonight, so he will sound a little electronic, but uh, we are thankful that he is here. All the way from Florida? Yes, I am in Orlando. He's somewhere where weed is legal, I think. Yeah. <laughs> there is a chip hovering dangerously close to his mouth. Oh, he's about to crunch so loud. Oh, God. He's swallowing his microphone. <laughs> someone. We should have gotten video of that. That was someone, so good. Someone turn him down. Jerry. <clears throat> There is a reason I believe in original sin. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, While I adjust uh, Drew's overall volume, we'll go ahead and get started and jump into episode 39. (laughs) Someone's breaking in to his Airbnb right Uh, now. Oh, gosh. Of the Godscar Chronicles. What? So the last time that we were here, United Indifference had uh, had found their way into a campsite, uh, a campsite uh, <coughs> that was a dwarven fort. Notice uh, Fort Hennevar. They met with some dwarves, were allowed to stay and rest, and also allowed to punch the crap out of old enemies, as Thulgren. Uh, decided to do at one point uh, challenging a former enemy of his family's a dwarf named Dempsey to a duel to uh, right his family's wrongs or you know restore their shame or honor or whatever it is point is, is that Fulgrin was successful with the aid of his friends because uh, Dempsey is a lying cheat and they were able to subdue him and bring him to justice a justice that did not go unnoticed as the king of the dwarves then summoned them uh, to his city to thank them personally for uh, the deeds that they had accomplished. Making their way uh, over a several day journey to the gates of Hofkus and June, the city of dwarves, the party uh, waited to enter and then met the king as the king was returning from a hunting expedition. And as the king greeted them and began to personally thank them uh, for all they had done. Another uh, familiar face? I was going to say friendly face, but a familiar face uh, appeared. It's complicated. Uh, It was a very complicated relationship. Reggie the Rock uh, reappeared and decided that now would be the perfect time to exact his revenge upon the party for uh, some singed pride. Uh, The party quickly banded together and dealt a devastating blow to Reggie the Rock which then sundered him uh, dead. Uh, and the party... And I think that was where we left off with the party uh, destroying the rock once and for all. And... Uh, yeah, I think that's where we're at right now. Yeah, did we get... Hold on, did we... Yeah, we did level up, I think. No, yeah. we didn't, no, we didn't mm-hmm. level up. Sure. I, I, about... mm-hmm. <clears throat> I was talking about the feathers. I got feathers. You did feathers. get feathers from me, yes. I got feathers. feathers. Really nice. Uh, all right, well, uh, yeah, I mean... I would say that the rock got rocked. <laughs> I look I look at people, 
uh -huh. for like approval of the funny joke. Okay. I think we all wish you hadn't said that. You said the quiet part out loud, mate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't do it again. Well, maybe just have a better one next time. Not your best try, lad. <laughs> I know, we're all dumping on him. I definitely... No, no, I cut it off at Pothole. What the hell, Pothole? <laughs> I thought we were cool, man. Um, I don't it's know a comedy, and even I know that was a bad one. <laughs> I had better ones, I had better ones. Um, at this point, you can see the dwarves have uh, reassembled, picked up the few of the uh, wounded and uh, unfortunately slain dwarves and begun to reamass at the front of the uh, of the gates, the stone gates, which have not yet opened. Or actually, I believe they were had opened at that point. They activated um, the giant the, gates. They, they were beginning to open. Um, as everyone else is beginning to gather, you can see that the king uh, and his son and the, uh, the king's guard are now standing kind of around you all um, as the king uh, is kind of leading into the city and kind of looks back with a expectancy. Um... <clears throat> at you all. Well, yeah, we'll go. Okay. So one by one, by one you all gather back together uh, and follow along with your chained prisoners. Uh, actually, no, your prisoners are handed off to uh, soldiers who have now accompanied them. And you guys make your way into the city, the dwarven city of Fofkus in June. What you see before you as you step through the stone gate itself, a massive mountain, uh, taller to the point where the peaks would disappear up into the sky, gives way to the inside of a volcano. A very surreal uh, sight to see, but breathtaking nonetheless. The entirety of this mountain has been hollowed out. You can see that the mountain itself has been broken up into what looks like three segments, almost like a smaller mountain within this larger one, where the, uh, the caverns begin to stretch up into the sky uh, to the point where you swear you see what looks to be like clouds inside of a hollow mountain. Um, one of the reasons for that you can immediately see is that there are massive waterfalls that drop from the highest of these three tiers of a city. You can see the largest uh, tier spreads out before you guys at ground level um, and spreads out for several hundred uh, yards to either side. Um, and then you can see it butts up to a sheer uh, rock face which then goes up several hundred feet before spreading into another uh, tier of a city with much larger buildings, uh, tall buildings, intricately designed buildings. Um, and then at the very, very top, there's a third tier, almost like a three-tiered cake. And on the very, very top, you can see a massive, what looks to be like longboat turned upside down uh, and set in the very center of this third tier at the very top. Um, you can also see that on the second <clears throat> tier, there is a large mass of what looks to be uh, plant life. You can see trees and grass and all kinds of uh, foliage growing from the second tier, um, which is cause which is where the waterfalls are cascading down to and is what causing this uh, faint kind of cloud cover near the very top of this mountain. Uh, the top of the mountain itself does have what looks to be some sort of a hollow uh, opening in the top, and what sunlight would appear up there has come down, uh, but there is a lot of artificial light uh, in this place too. You can see all kinds of uh, bright yellow and deep orange lights kind of emanating from buildings and facilities all throughout this place. Um, 
the other thing that you can immediately feel is the heat uh, from this first tier that you're standing uh, at ground level on. You can see uh, the city, as it spreads out for several hundred yards, you can see lining the sides of the mountain as far as you can see and even below it are these massive, looks to be like dwarven heads carved of stone with large gaping mouths. And you can see that there is a deep red glow emanating from the dozen or so that you can see. The, sa- the smell and sound of heated metal immediately uh, reaching your senses. Um, as you guys step into this place, you can see the doors begin to um, make their way down a very well manicured uh, stone path into the city itself. As you guys follow, uh, you can see this first level of the city uh, is fairly uh, it's spacious, uh, but it is filled with what looks to be many, many uh, residential buildings. This looks to be where most people are uh, living, and uh, to that, you can you can tell that um, you can see lots of houses, some several stories, some a single story. Uh, people milling to and fro, uh, some people coming into the homes, out of the homes. You can see that a lot of people uh, are either uh, doing daily work down here, hanging laundry, uh, cleaning, uh, sweeping the streets. You can also see that there are many personnel that are moving to and from these giant forges on the edges of the city. Um, you can see lots of carts being brought, um, many containing pieces, uh, hunks of raw metals, refined metals, all kinds of crazy stuff. And they're all coming through these smaller side streets into the main thoroughfare, which run straight into the city itself towards the sheer uh, rock face in front of you. Um, you can also see, uh, as you reach that, after about uh, maybe about 20 or 30 minutes of walking, you finally reach the uh, sheer cliff face, and you can see on it there is one giant stone that is set uh, maybe about two feet uh, off the ground into the rock face itself with looks to be these large gears attached to either side and locked into these metal tines that go up uh, along the rock face. And as everyone gets on, there's plenty of room for the, you know, uh, 40 or so dwarves that have now assembled, uh, including the king and his entourage. And as everyone gets on, you see these dwarves begin to pull levers and begin to turn these uh, cylinders, and the whole thing begins to crack slowly and begins to rise up to the second tier uh, of the city. And once you get there, you can definitely see the whole of the city below you. It is, it is a sprawling cityscape. Um... And you can see pretty much all of it from up here, but there is still a third tier um, above, which you will get to. This tier of the city is definitely uh, home to much larger structures. You can see what looks to be very grand uh, citadels and temple-like structures all throughout here. There's even the large, uh, there's a large uh, tree off to one side where one of the uh, waterfalls is cascading down to. Um, a large tree that, uh, upon closer inspection, looks to be uh, a structure of some kind, as you can see individuals moving in and out of it itself. Um, it is at this place that you can also begin to hear the sounds of uh, much, much commotion. As you can see, one area of the mountain that is kind of uh, overhanging this part of the city um, has many, looks to be like fabrics and la- lanterns hanging from it down into this thoroughfare area that's off to uh, the left side, and you can hear the sounds of uh, conversation, shouting, bartering, bickering. There is a massive market off to one side that is just uh, alive and buzzing, uh, where you can see many of the materials and uh, 
metals being brought over there as well as coming out of there. It's a massive place. You also notice on this uh, on this part of the city, the most uh, I'm trying to think, the most not eccentric, the most vibrant uh, mix of other races. You can see dark-skinned humanoids with these long, flowing, uh, like, light fabrics kind of wrapped around their bodies, um, speaking a language that none of you have heard before as they move to and fro this area. You can see uh, pointy-eared hobgoblins uh, wearing uh, leather armors as they uh, walk in groups of five or six, kind of keeping to themselves, uh, trying to look as imposing as possible. You can see uh, small humanoids, about half the size of most of you, uh, with kind of larger feet and uh, very a lot of them very curly hair um, as they move throughout this area. There is a very vibrant, uh, like, mixture of individuals who move to and from you're not just dwarves. Um, who live in this area, or who are in this area currently. Making your way through through here, you reach the third uh, rock face, which has, again, another strange kind of elevated contraption, which brings you to the very, very top. Um, and again, once you reach there, you can see most of this uh, area is contained by this massive longboat made of wood and metal that's been turned upside down and set kind of on the top of this uh, this area. Um, you can see that it has been... Oh, there's two large doors that are set into it that are <coughs> open very wide. You can see there's courtyards and smaller buildings all kind of scattered throughout here, all uh, very well maintained and kept. Um, and everybody here uh, immediately, when the king and his entourage arrive, immediately begin to gather by the front doors and begin to bow low or celebrate or give a cheer uh, for the king as he uh, returns from his hunt. Um, but you have... Arrived at the king's home in the city of Hofkes in June. Um, as you all begin to make your way inside the longboat, you can see uh, it is pretty spacious in here. There's uh, a lot of long tables and all kinds of uh, uh, people milling in throughout here, people having conversations, mostly dwarves, a few other uh, races, um, but they all begin to stop and consider you all as you come in. Uh, the king... Uh, immediately hands off the prisoners off to one side uh, and f- follows him and his son up to what looks to be a small raised platform near one end of the longboat where you can see there are three chairs uh, set. As the court begins to convene, the king and his son head up to those chairs and sit down, um, and everyone begins to assemble as the king uh, holds court in uh, his home. Is there anything you guys want to do before he continues? So, uh, Lucius, noticing the the building that they're now in, this giant upside down town. Yeah, it's the it's the not castle, but his the the hall the hall of the king, I guess. Would the be hall it. of the king, you get it because it's a hey! hall. But it's you know. like a Viking longhouse. Thank you, Jer. The hall of the king. Um. Yeah. Uh. The king hall. Um. Anyways, I think he was making Lucius, a boat joke. Yeah. Lucius, Lucius looks around since he pays attention to the stories of this place a little bit. Lucius is gonna is this, is any like notable dwarf people nearby? Like not dwarf people. Like I don't know if not the king. If I can't ask the king directly, like I don't know anyone. Um, you can see looking around. There are uh, I mean, there's there's several dozen individuals all kind of gathered here at this point. You can see the king has set on the main chair. Uh, his son to one of the smaller chairs on the side. The third chair is absent, but you can see 
off to the sides running uh, parallel to each other um, are three uh, chairs running, uh, six in total, three on one side, three on the other, that are set not on the raised platform, but mm-hmm. like just off to the sides in a, in a slightly elevated position. Um, and you can see as the as the court begins to gather, you can see individuals beginning to make their way to those chairs and having seats. Um, looks to be about four in total have uh, taken a seat when you guys Is, is the king arrive. busy at the moment? Uh, he's currently talking to um, Nidavar, who is uh, having a discussion with him at his throne. Okay, cool. Um, Alright, then, then Lucius is going to be like, so guys, um, uh, not to the king, but obviously right, like, right. to his peers, sure, he's sure, going to sure. be like, alright, so guys, this is a giant metal, metal boat, right? Looks it's like. Not, it's not crazy, but I bet there's a practical reason for this. It's because it's capable of lava travel. That's exactly it. It's metal, and they can flood the, the volcano or something, what if it's and then just they go in this place. For, like, lightning. Why lightning? They're like, hey, we want lightning to strike here. I mean, to be fair... I mean, me saying, like, this is for lava lava riding, and then me being like, why is that weird? You know, but... I mean, metals still melt. Does it? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> you ever seen an iron forge? No? Or somebody take a hunk of steel and turn it into a sword? I mean, I, I mean, like, I never really hung around with blacksmith. Blacksmith <clears throat> didn't really like the... And metal melts. <laughs> Holy shit! It's like uh, so, like there's molten metal or something. Like, how, how do you know what a blacksmith is? Here's the well, it's like the place I couldn't uh-huh. go to in my town. He's the baby. Apparently, I never watched the uh, the baby the episode. Roll credits, see you guys. <laughs> All right, I couldn't watch that play. So while while you're explaining to everyone how uh, thermodynamics and stuff works, I made an investigation check. Uh-huh. To like look at the longboat and see what it actually looked like, yeah, what its capabilities boring. are. Twenty-two. Well, there's twenty-two. You notice something that uh, I believe Kenneth kind of said offhandedly. Um, you can see that off to one side, uh, deeper set into the longboat itself, there are large, uh, for lack of a better term, Tesla coils that are set into it. About six of them. Um, that are all kind of lining the back of this thing. And given its position underneath the large kind of hollow opening uh, at the top of the mountain, you would assume if there's any kind of storms uh, or what have you, this would be a conductor of sorts. Um, and it seems that the dwarves have found a way to leverage that in some so, way, shape, or form. This, so this is not for lava riding? So what can lava ride? Wait, what was it? What can lava... I, this is a genuine question. I thought this was lava writing. Hey, where'd you get food? <laughs> this nice, this nice uh, servant <laughs> gave it to me. What? I don't know. And there are servants running around with food and drink. They got hors d'oeuvres uh, and stuff. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, okay. Is that is that is that a skin a skin kebab? <laughs> no, mate. It's a uh, yeah. So this whole thing, I mean, it's kind of just a exactly what Ken said to kind of prevent lightning strikes from getting people on the low level. Mm-hmm. A skin. Um, as you guys are talking, you can hear the sound of a. Uh, I was gonna say oracle. I don't believe that's what they're called. A. Uh, a seer. The guy that like would tap their staff and like announce stuff. They have a name, and I don't. Uh, know. Orator. I don't know. No. I don't the know. crier. 
Sure. Kind of. Yeah, I cry or something. Oracle? You can see uh, standing. It's not an oracle. That's the bailiff oracle. No, it's not. No, a, no. We're not in trouble. Um, but you can see the oh, the crier. I guess is what we're gonna call it. Uh, oh, yeah. Stands uh, next to the king in his uh, throne and taps a large staff on the ground. And causes the whole room to begin to fall silent. Um, it's like a bailiff. Yeah, I guess kind of that, kind of that vibe. But they have a name, and I can't remember what it's called. Um, Harold. Oh yeah, Harold actually. Harold, yeah, yeah. Harold worked really well. Okay. His name is Frank. Inspiration for finding that, Matt. <laughs> uh, Frank. Harold the Herald. So yeah, so the Herald taps his staff and calls the room to order. Um, and the king kind of, as everyone kind of bows their respect, the king uh, kind of nods and then begins to uh, address the group. Um. Oh, shit. I forgot what the king sounds like. Hold on, guys. I have to go through my mind palace. Probably like bad. this. No. Nope. Hello. No. Nope. You nope. just meet your king. Gilbert <laughs> Godfrey. Well, I no. think he'd send something. Oh, oh, God. As long as it's not Zeus and <laughs> Zeus from <laughs> from Love and Thunder. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm just filling that air. Thank you. Ah. I appreciate it. Uh, the king begins to address everybody. Does he sound like Sean Connery? Members of the court. Uh, no. By now, you have probably heard that. We were accosted by a rock at the entrance of our city. But thanks to our friends, the United Indifference, my son and I are safe. And you begin to hear this slight applause begin to scatter throughout the uh, crowd as people begin to applaud and kind of a few cheers go up. Are we standing up? You're standing in front of him. Uh, you oh, and, okay. So you guys are standing in front of the throne uh, several dozen paces away. Uh, Demzy and his followers are off to one side with some of the king's guard. Um, and there is the uh, four of the six chairs are filled off to the sides of you guys. Um, and there's a, a large kind of U-shape of uh, court uh, members, I guess, kind of milling behind all of you as you guys are kind of standing alone. Um, but Lenny and a few of the uh, fort people are also standing with you guys. Um, as there was several of them that were with you as well. So you're in a larger group, not just you guys. Um, as the king continues, for this I am eternally grateful to you and to the dwarves of Fort Hennevar who put their lives in front of their king. You are all, for those of the fort, I grant you unlimited amnesty for what well. Demzy placed upon you, for it was a foul and dark magic. And for you, United Indifference, for putting the life of a dwarf in front of your own, not something people from other countries would do in my heart. This is what a dwarf would do for their family. And so for this, I give you the honor of being a member of Hofkus in June, the city of dwarfs. Yo! Wait, hey. wait. I raise my hand. Yeah. And, I, and I jump up, and even though I'm like, I'm the tallest person you in the room, yeah, I was like, yes. <laughs> so member of Hof, Hofka said, said June, right? That's how you said? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. The city of dwarfs. Member. Does that mean citizen thing? Or what does a member mean? Like, we can, like, hang out here, or like... If you wish to stay... The city is open to you. Oh my gosh, you guys, are, you have to invest in like a brewery or something. You are free to buy, sell, trade, do whatever you need to. The city 
is your city. Oh, sweet. Uh, can we get any capital? Is that rude? Is that rude? I don't... I don't know. Uh, I do have to ask... Um, Why should not pass? In some I... other places... Uh, magic is heavily restricted. I'm, I'm assuming that's not the case here, based on what we've seen. Uh, he turns his head to uh, one of the dwarves, a uh, dwarf with no hair on his head at all, but a very uh, fine, kind of like thin beard that's kind of like twisted all up. Uh, he's wearing these large kind of blue and black robes, um, and he looks over at, uh, he goes, Adeptus Metallic, would you care to elaborate? And uh, at that point, you can see the uh, the <clears throat> gentleman, the dwarf stands up and right. So, uh, magic is how you how how would you describe this? In your country, the Bashlands, magic is stifled. It is contained in most of the uh, items or artifacts that you would build, as an artificial would do. Uh, in other countries, magic is less contained and more free to roam. Uh, the Dwarven Code dictates that we give magic its healthy respect while simultaneously using it to our advantages. Uh, you will not be punished for using magic, but uh, always be respectful of the nature of its chaos. That sounds reasonable. So don't go willing. This is this is the most honestly compared to Uldah. This is this is pretty. This is pretty like. Yeah, I mean, I feel um, like we've found a good place to come. It's a good middle ground. It's a good middle ground. I like this place. Honestly, it's way better than, than uh, Metal City. Honestly. Yeah, aside from the whole like, hey, if you bother us, we're gonna bring a volcano down and cut up all ties forever. I mean, this place is pretty sweet. I mean, I don't blame him, but I think I do kind of blame him. So, uh, the so king continues. Uh, thank you. Adeptus Metallic. And for... To other business. For your capture and return of Demzi the traitor. I believe that our... Uh, I believe that our hand of the king had posted a bounty for his return. Uh, Nineveh, <laughs> you care to elaborate? And Nineveh sends up, yes, my king. Uh, for the return of... Demzy. I believe the bounty for his capture for a citizen of the city was 30,000 gold pieces. My ah! God. Oh. Being that our gracious Lord of Stone has granted you citizenship of Krakodar, I believe it only... I believe it's only fair that this bounty be passed on to you. And he snaps his fingers, and as he does, you can see two uh, soldiers come from one side and drop three chests at your feet. Uh... Well, uh, probably uh, two and a half foot chest, kind of slender, but uh, well built. Um, and as they open all three of them, you can see literally 10,000 gold pieces Those chests in, are each, in each chest, yes. Um, uh, and at that, as they open them up and everyone kind of like claps and like oohs and ahs are emanating, uh, Ninevar kind of leans forward in his chair and goes, uh, we can convert to platinum if need be. And he snaps his fingers again and all three chests close and they are dragged off to the side. Hey, we usually deal in copper, but you know. No, we don't. 
Uh, hey, maybe we can set you up with some copper pieces instead of gold. That might be the idea. Hey, how about, how about, about how, about, how, about, how about you do, do like? No, I'm saying like you price. get gold, but like the uh, the throwing kind is the copper. No, no trust me, guys. Guys, I've learned my lesson. I've learned my lesson. You don't, haven't. Don't, don't tell me how to use my money. Hey, I tell you what, uh, I'm gonna give you uh, ten gold. At if it's still there at the end of the day, you get your gold privilege back. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are? Hand him ten gold. As that has transpired, the king looks like he's about to continue. Sorry. Uh, as he looks at United Difference and goes, and finally to Thorgood, and he kind of gestures forward, gestures you forward a little bit to stand outside of the crowd. Um, he looks at you and goes, for restoring the name of your fathers and forefathers for bringing honor to the dwarven name. I thank you. Thank I, you very much, my king. I grant you this if you accept. The name Thulgun Rockrender Kinzun of the King of Stone. Oh. I greatly appreciate that, king. So let it be written. So let it be done. You can see several uh, officials are nodding and beginning to ascribe things. Uh, what did you say it was? Fulgren Rockrender. R-O-C-R-E-N-D-E-R. Kenneth will lean over uh, to Lucius and whisper, You hear that? He has four fathers. <laughs> I have <laughs> one. <laughs> it must be four times as... Mostly secure. Why, and that makes you kinsman to the king? Uh, no, sorry, we're still doing a sermon. <clears throat> um, it's at that point, he, uh, he, the king kind of uh, sets back in his chair and just kind of like lets the like the the hubbub just kind of go for a minute. Um, anything you guys want to ask, say, do? Lucius, Lucius uh, whispers in uh, Cliff's ear. How, how how do they know it was my birthday? That. It's your birthday? Yeah, today's your birthday. No, I'm fucking with you. That's oh my god, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Alright, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I don't know, kind of go up to the king, give him the old salute, the little you're a majesty. Uh, you know, just kind of like to ask, you know, I don't know, this last job paid pretty good. If you've got anything else that you need people to do, uh, it's dangerous, you know, expendable in nature, we could probably be willing to do that. Expendable. That, that is gracious of you. There is no need to put yourself on the line for us dwarves. We are here to take care of our own. But if adventure is what you seek, I am sure there are several things we could set you on a path for. Uh, Nineveh is uh, Hand of the King and uh, Priest of the Allhammer, so he settles most of my affairs outside of this hall. if you wish to speak to any of uh, the council members for any reason, they are at your disposal. Uh, most of the time here in the Great Hall itself. Uh, and even I, I try to keep my doors and ears open to all of my citizens as best I can. Uh, but you'll forgive me if my days become very uh, preoccupied very quickly. Uh, but if nothing else, I fear I must attend to the needs of my citizens. No, you I think you should. I have questions, but I'm not going to bother you with them. So, Very well. 
Is there like a should we should we put down roots here? Uh, standing up, he kind of look, he kind of nods, and uh, the crowd immediately begins to salute or bow to him as he and his uh, son begin to walk off. Immediately accosted by like five or six individuals swarming around them, beginning to uh, throw stuff at him. Uh, but he seems to take it all in stride. Um, as you guys are left there uh, with the council, a couple of the council members uh, get up and follow the king. Uh, Nineveh follow. Uh, comes down off the platform and kind of approaches you all and the dwarves that are now kind of like talking to each other excitedly now that they realize that they are uh, not going to get in trouble for uh, creating a uh, a sedition of the dwarven kingdom. Um, But Nineveh approaches you all and uh, kind of looks at each and every one of you. Citizens of Hofkus and Jun, this is a this is a grand honor, not normally uh, bequeathed to non-dwarven individuals, but an honor nonetheless. Uh, I feel special. I mean, I appreciate it. I mean, I only knew, like, one person uh, with dual citizenship, so I'm very happy to have people. And he carries them on his back every day. Indeed. Uh, Uh, Oh! If there is anything (laughs) you need from me, please do not hesitate to ask, uh, if not here, you can find me at the Allhammer's Temple in the Holy Grounds, uh, in the, in the uh, Elder Ward, which is the ward we passed, uh, the second ward I, we passed. You look like a man that knows stuff. I have been around for many years. So, um, so what if, metaphorically, in a non-real scenario, mm-hmm. there was a undead being that wanted to die, but most conventional ways did not work, and this person is really, really cool and really repentant, but wants to move on. But they they don't have a particular way to reach, reach that threshold as if the magics that they worked on themselves were too good? Sounds like a clingy cadaver. It seems like a very <laughs> specific In a non-real hy- scenario, metaphorically. Hypothetical question. Metaphorically. Uh, however... Not out of the realm of feasible. I believe I may know of a few stories of spirits who could not cross the plains for one reason or another. I will have to consult my books on this. Uh, Give me a few days. Give me a few days, then find me at the temple if I am available. Perhaps I will have an answer for you then. What if you just threw him into a volcano? That actually would do um, it. I think he tried that a couple hundred years ago, I think. He was just stuck at the bottom of a volcano until the volcano... And Hypothetically. Then... Yeah, yeah, in theory, he'd be... Oh, well, no, I... <laughs> <laughs> well, I... What if we pulverized him? Theoretically. So... It's a little bit like incorporeal, so it's like really hard to do that. Give him such a pinch, you know. Yeah, you'd see. What if we incinerated him, guys? I think you're, guys. This, there's always been a hundred years of self-destruction that didn't work. So I think I'm gonna ask the questions. Okay. I appreciate your input. Right. You're really smart. So, so actually, when you come up with so better ideas, let me. Or, the idea of incinerating him like, reminded me. Um, 
I think we might want to tell our new friends about uh, our old friend. Oh. Yeah. Are you talking about Ariana? Yeah, I mean, she doesn't know where we're... No, we should probably no. check... The oh, other, oh. Other the other old friend. Oh, that one. The senile one, yeah. Yeah, the one that was... kind of, like, around here. Yeah. I mean, he and Okiana have the same level of disregard for, like, lol, but, you know, he's a little more violent, so, yeah, probably a good idea. You speak of, uh, your draconian friend. Oh, yeah, Big Red, yep. Yeah, Balefire. He kind of turned into a bit of a dick. As I am... As I have been told, yes. Uh, we are aware of... He's coming and goings. Uh, we are doing our best to keep an eye on him. Could you guys do us a solid? And if you ever, <clears throat> like, you know, come across some actionable intelligence, maybe just slide that down the bench to the fellas in the indifference? Of course. Okay, there we more go. more than happy. You yourselves, uh, if you need information on him, all you must do is ask. After all, we are all just cogs in the machine of morality. Oh, 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 Please, if there is anything else. Oh yeah, one last thing. Uh, not that you'd be the kind of guy to talk to about real estate, but you know we've kind of been jonesing for a keep for a long time. Who do we go go about talking about to find like a you know more than like a hotel or a place to stay, but Dibs like a you know place to kind of yeah that goes without saying. Potentially uh, one that may have a force that we might be able to use, borrow. Uh, forages are not hard to come by here in Hofkus in June. Um, I would speak to. Uh, I would speak to. Uh, the property brothers. Speak to Ron uh, Everbeat. He's our guildmaster, and he is a master of coin as well. Lord who? Uh, Ron Evermead. Ron Evermead. R H O N. Evermead. I did not put an H in that. Yeah, it's fine. No need to. Just okay, sound, it just looks cooler instead of just doing Ron. It's R H O N. Harry Potter would disagree. He because be everybody is watching Ron's this and reading it. Yeah, so. 100%. Um, <laughs> he should be able to help you with any sort of accommodations. I believe, uh, as a newly minted uh, Kinzun, you should be speaking to him anyway, as a named dwarf is provided uh, accommodations as part of his recompense, I believe. Uh, where might we find this one? Uh, Lord Evermead, unfortunately, was last seen chasing the king for probably another money reason, but uh, he should be available uh, in the coming days. Uh, I'm sure he will find, if he, that will be something that is prominent on his list of things to do, he will find you uh, more likely than not. All right, uh, shopping. So yeah, shopping. Also, hey, um, Thogren. So are you Thogren the first now? Since you're the first rock render, still Thogren the fourth. Okay, I just got a 
just got my own Kinzul. That's pretty he cool. Is, he is a named dwarf. Dwarves do not carry their surnames, but... Do you have, like, a fiefdom or something? Do you have, like, land, or... I don't know. No. That's not quite exactly how it slips. This <laughs> is if he immediately goes stack. <laughs> That's what his brain sounds like, I imagine, most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's just the well, sound I, of... I, I didn't hear, like, the last 35 seconds. <laughs> there was a lot of static yeah, in you your were audio real for a little bit. Now you're good. Uh, that's all right. Cool. Um, yeah, you, it's just the name. So, uh, anyhow, uh, if there's anything else you wish to ask Nivar before he leaves, anything, anything, anything? Nope. No. Shopping. Going twice. Where do, where does, where's the uh, best place to go? Probably shop? If you are looking, if you are looking for some yeah. to buy or sell, I would suggest uh, the. Oh, hold on. Let me pull up my locations so I don't screw this up. Yeah, you better. Uh, sorry, pausing for effect here. Uh, head back to the Elder Ward. The Hall of Trade is where you will want to go. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, but at that point, Ninavar seems to be. Uh, there's two, two individuals that seem to sidle up to him and begin to speak, uh, begin to whisper to him. He's like, I must be going now. Yep, and nods you all and steps away. What? Yes. Um, how much would an airship with a forge on it cost? Uh, that is a question. More suited for someone who is experienced in that. You should probably speak to uh, one of the forge masters, or perhaps the forge lord himself. Thank you very much. Uh, yes, uh, Barhook Bristlebender is the forge lord. Barhook Brinzelbender. Barhook Bristlebender. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bristlebender? Mm-hmm. Okay. He is the Forge Lord. A, most of our manufacturing and mining goes through him. Uh, he, again, was seen chasing after the king for one reason or another. It will be uh, some time before you can speak to him. But request an audience and he will send a message. Um, okay. Choice. Lucius looks at the ten gold coins that he was just given and sees a servant running by. And grips it tightly. <laughs> I feel like you uh, should have to make some kind of save for that. That's fine for now. For now. For now. Okay, it's first one. First one. First one's Generosity check. Uh, okay. So, uh, as the group disbands, you guys are given direction to head to... Uh, the Elder uh, The Elder Ward. Elder Ward and the Hall of Trade to buy and sell as your hearts desire because you all got 3,000 gold. So how much is that divided by everyone? I assume that I think we should like put 20k in party funds before we like I don't know how much uh, the actual keep or whatever we're investing in is going to cost. Oh great. Thulgrid. I'm wondering how much a keep in theory. Do you have a ballpark idea? I really don't. I've traveled so much, uh, being a delver. I've not really put down your roots. I've not really put down my roots. I don't really. Yeah, I mean everything we ever had is kind of just free because we worked for it. So you know, root, root beer. No. 
Okay. <laughs> so making your way uh, off of yes. the uh, out of this area, which uh, just as a note, so I don't have to keep calling it weird areas. So this is known as the um, the upper ward. Is this one? Which you can see there are, like I said, a lot of buildings up here. But you can see there are two particular buildings, obviously the Grand Hall here. Um, and <clears throat> we'll just say for posterity's sake, you were given some of this information as you came in. You can also see there is a large, uh, basically looks like an upside down hammer with a large uh, pillar that goes, that towers up into the upper areas of this uh, mountain. Um, basically looks like an upside down Mjolnir, uh, very large. Uh, but you can see there's a lot of uh, lights coming from it, and they call it the Runesmith Forge. Uh, it is the uh, only place in the city where uh, black iron or deep iron is uh, harvested and uh, smelted into black steel. Um, it also serves as like a kind of a laboratory research center kind of training university. It's a it's a big it's a big building. Uh, but it's kind of like the place where all of the arcane technologies are researched. So, um, and there does seem to be people who go to and from it quite a bit. It is open to two individuals. So, um, if you need to go in there for any reason, um, that is where you can go. There's also, the uh, it's, forge, called, it's called what again? The Runesmith Forge, uh, and that is where the Forge Lord also uh, we'll has residency. Normally. Yeah, that's where you'll find him most of the time. Well, um, if there's anything in there you, you might want. So that's the that's on the upper most of the upper ward along with like the king's home and all that stuff. The elder ward, which is the second the middle uh, area, has like I said a lot of the uh, bigger buildings. There's the holy grounds, which is where most of the temples and uh, shrines are maintained. Um, there's also some agricultural areas and like the tree is also there by the holy war or the holy grounds. Um. Let's see. Uh, the Elder Ward is also the place where the Kinzun reside. So you can see there is a residency here, but most of the Kinzun stay up here as they are closer to the king. Um, so if you do, if Thogren does decide to take up a residency here, this is where you would stay. Uh, but that is, again, you have to speak to the... Uh, uh, Am I allowed uh, to bring my companions with me? That'll be determined when you speak to the... What did I say? Uh, Ron, uh, Ron Evermead. Evermead, yes, the Guildmaster. Yeah, when you speak to the Guildmaster, you'll be able to discuss that with him. Um, because it, it's based on, uh, it's just based on need, so I would assume if you can convince him that you need your people, then he could probably be able to accommodate that, so. Um, and no, no ask is too, uh, grand, because a Kinzun is a very, that's a big deal. Like, you are, um, even as you leave, word has quickly spread, uh, of a named dwarf being uh, proclaimed, um, and even now you can see people nod uh, and mutter uh, Kinzun to him as he walks by, almost like a sign of respect. So is this like him going from the end of the Two Towers to the start of Return of the King? This is Aragorn moment? Uh, this is going from a... Uh, this is... Oh gosh, I'm gonna... I'm gonna Go ahead, Rose, Rose Gondor. No, no, no. I'm gonna ostracize myself here. This is... Um, Colonel West turning into General West. Oh, shoot. A common man going to a noble position in okay. an instant. Uh, so, yeah. But it's it's quickly become apparent that he's a Kinzun, and most dwarves respect that. I respect feel like at that. some point I should probably be in the Kinzun now. I should probably uh, visit the 
uh, Bolhammer Shane. The temple? The oh, yeah, absolutely. Just easy enough to do. Modest. Yeah, I, easy enough to do. And it is over here. The Holy Grounds does ca- uh, contain the largest uh, si- uh, cathedral uh, that is down here. Very, uh, looks literally like all the old cathedrals, like Notre Dame and all that stuff. Uh, Notre Dame, sorry. All the cathedrals. Can you give me a couple other ones? There is St. Peter's in New York, I believe, or St. Charles. It's one of the two. There's another old one. It's like it's used in movies a lot. St. Peter's. Like, St. Peter's, I believe. Okay. Um, three, three more. Think there's three more. Bingo. Jeez. You want um, that inspiration or what, dude? It's the National Cathedral. Hey, he doesn't even. Thank help. you, Drew. This is inspiration. <laughs> Actually, where is that one, Drew? Out of curiosity. I think in DC, I think. Oh yeah, cool, cool. DC um, of what? Uh, there is the uh, there's the chapel uh, at the Air Force at the Air Force Academy. Okay, still need one more. <laughs> and I'm, you're looking at three and a half, really. Uh, <laughs> um, Westminster. That's an Abbey. Yep. I thought you were going to hang up on it. <laughs> End. Hey, can you give us a couple more, Drew? No. <laughs> you didn't mute him. I hit the microphone button. Uh, there's a cathedral in uh, you yourself. in Bologna. Right. Uh, um, I don't remember the name of it. I think. Wait. I think it's. Doesn't it have a first name? O S C A R. Oh, you know what? Kansas City has a cathedral, the Cathedral of Immaculate Conception. So there you go. Oh, the Keck. Yeah. Um, but yes, there is. Hmm. So that is what uh, contains most of the Elder Ward, and then finally there is the uh, Open Ward, which is the lowest part, which is where most of the residents stay. I can't stay. hear anything on your end. Is it dead silence? Unmute him, please. <laughs> Am I muted? Yes. Yeah, Will muted you as a joke. What? There, dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, gosh. We turned to our mic. You say that Drew makes you believe in original sin. I think it's Will. Um, anyhow, because the open ward is where most of the residents stay, and that is where the deep forges uh, also stay, the several dozen large forges that are at the base of the mountain, um, where it's literally just hundreds of forges where all of the materials are processed and harvested and all that stuff. So, um, You ever need something built? The deep forges are where you need to go, because those guys are experts in what they do. Uh, but given your station, I'm sure you could probably speak to the runesmith uh, forge for uh, anything specialty-wise. But here at the Elder Ward, there is one other place, the large kind of menagerie of uh, walkways and uh, small booths that contain uh, a large market that is uh, bustling even at this uh, point in the day. Um, There are small carts full of doodads and whatnots. There are uh, smaller buildings kind of uh, settled in this long hall that reaches probably see probably 200 yards of just kind of walkway on either side just kind of full of individuals even around the along the middle of the thoroughfare there's like small carts that are scattered throughout where people are uh shouting their wares uh offering samples and trying to make uh, a day's wage uh but this is where you can go to buy sell and trade whatever you need here in the city of dwarves um Anything in particular you're looking for? You guys just want to peruse for a second and see what... What's that? So jewelers. I can I can read all writing, so I can look at all the signs. Uh, make a perception check for me okay. to see what you can find. Damn it. Eight. Eight. Um, I mean, there's a couple of, like, jewelry, like, 
shops and what have you, uh, they mostly seem to take precious stone and spin them or uh, mold them onto pieces of metal for bright, flashy jewelry, but nothing nothing crazy. Looking for a magic man. Uh, make a perception check. Can I give him guidance? Sure, if you want to. Yeah, give me guidance. You could have given yourself guidance if you wanted. Yeah, I never do that, though. Okay, that's fair. 17. With a 17. Uh, you can see with Lucius's help, actually, because he guides you with his uh, reading of the uh, reading of the area, you can see there were two uh, larger buildings that seemed to have uh, more uh, inventory that seemed to kind of uh, promise a better place to buy and sell stuff. The first one is the largest of the shops that you can see here. It's called uh, Bygen Mercantile. Uh, and the other one is a much smaller shop uh, very out of place uh, in this marketplace uh, but oddly familiar as it is bright, shiny, and far cleaner than it should be uh, and it reads, in common uh, Laffish Outlet He La- got an outlet store Lavish? Laffish Outlet Laffish, as in the Laffish in his laboratory It's a, it's a junk shop have you met Lafish before? Yeah, uh, you sure have. Uh, Lafish Laboratories. Lafish uh, in Mecca City. Yeah. Oh wait. Uh, yeah, he's the metal guy. The guy that. Oh, the guy with weird. Hey, like, if this flesh is eyes. yeah, if this is an outlet store, that means to be the stuff he can't move quite as well in the major towns. Get but you might get deals. some magical it's a metal deals. On alchemy supplies. Yeah. Um, but oh, yeah, no. so there's the outlet, and then there's Bygen Mercantile, which seems to have the most. It looks to be the most promising. Well, All right, where you guys want to go first? I want to I mean, go to the most promising one first. The big one. Okay, yep. The bygones mercantile. Here we come. Okay, so you walk into the store. Here, uh, here's the thing. So we have all of, we have our money that we got. I won't necessarily go uh, spending it recklessly, either. At the same time, you turn around and we've all got we've feather not, bows. <laughs> we've, not, we've, not, <laughs> we've not split any of this up. None of that. We should potentially talk about that so that maybe somebody that, uh, I don't know, might have a spending problem. You don't even know me like that, bro. Doesn't go spending all of them. You guys guys tell me about all that. I feel like it's the wisest thing to do to split things up a little bit. You guys tell me about Metal City and everything? No, we gave him 10 gold. He sit for two minutes. That's two two minutes. What? What happened? I'm kidding. Okay. He, he, he probably found a gumball shop and bought himself Licking some gumballs. Right. So here's the thing. I did really well. I mean, we got a total of 30,000. Worst comes to worst, we just split it six ways. It's five grand a piece. Are you sure? Is that I mean, like, still good just, to hold my money? We could just invest in, like, the, the party that we can, like, give everyone like, a dial and then see how we can... We can talk about this, I, I think. You're growing up, and... Maybe you could take on a little... We'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, yeah, I've got it for now. He, hear me out. We put... We put 20 in a pot. Yeah. Don't touch it. The 10... The rest of the 10 we split up. I'm okay with that. Okay. Does that sound reasonable? That's not really going to split up in a way that works well for my brain. But yeah, it's fine. Well... Well, then how many people are in this party right now? What's to, uh, why don't we just do 18 and 12? Everyone gets 2k. Okay. Instead of me having to do some dumb fuck myth. <laughs> okay. Pothole pops out. <laughs> yeah, he's an abacus. <laughs> he fogs he up the old. glass and is doing long division. Like, it's, no, not for right now. He's having a Google Hulk hunting moment. Like, in the back. Just oh like, my gosh, I'm rolling for pothole. No, I actually meant you want to get paid. Oh, uh, natural yeah. 18 on a Goodwill hunting moment to try and do the math of what 10k is divided by 6. 
and get some money for himself too. <laughs> uh, he spends the next minute and a half solving it, uh, and it looks it's, it's beautiful. Uh, but it is unseen by any of you as he finishes drawing. He kind of nods his approval and looks at you all, and just kind of slowly just and then wipes it off. <laughs> but he I, I does unlock. In the slot. He does unlock a hidden. He does unlock a hidden achievement. Uh, he knows that he's really smart at math now. Yay. He knows that it was never his fault. There you go. Yeah. Paul <laughs> gets merit badges. Yeah, there you go. He's got a lot of them, actually. Hey, bud, show him your merit badges. <laughs> you watch his these wet badges <laughs> just <laughs> stick <laughs> to... <laughs> just slowly slide. Putting... No, it hasn't. Just... You know the old-timey cash registers? Shitting! <laughs> <laughs> like a, a thing comes out the bottom of it, and he's got like 30 different. Oh my gosh, bags. they're like Disney pins. They're all on like. Yeah. <laughs> he has his goblin punching badge. When did that happen? We didn't fight any goblins. You're not gonna talk about it. Uh, I mean, when you're finding your information in the seedy underbelly. Yeah. I, so, um, what did we to say, thoughts? So you guys are walking into the large, the Bygan Mercantile. Music shop name. You're talking about, you're talking about money wise? CD yes. Underbelly. Uh, so are we doing the 18 yeah. 12 pot or what? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, we can put 18 in a communal fund and everyone can get two. Uh, so that way Damn you see, uh, you know, make it makes That's it fine. easier. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Uh, Who's going to carry the, uh, the other 18? I've already done it. It's in my uh, bag of holding. Uh, long as, long as. This fellow right here doesn't get his hands on it. I mean, you know, hey, uh, Ziff, would you think I'm pretty responsible financially? Always have been. Bingo, I'm yep, it's in the bigger holding. I'm alright with that. You, you come, you certainly come to learn that he is pretty responsible only in this regard. And well, hold on. I'm just. You, well, you started to give a compliment and then you got derailed. No, I don't know why he's talking like that. He's <laughs> narrating I, again. I, yeah, um, so here I was. No, seriously. <laughs> this guy is like the most responsible guy I know. I mean, he brought me back from the dead. He brought back uh, Tabidi. Come on, that's responsibility. I mean, there was kind of a group effort. I, I'll take credit for Pothole, but everything else was kind of a team endeavor. Yeah, you thought of it, though. Really? Yeah, that's fair. Let's be honest. I cried. You did? You cried pretty I good. Cry. I cried blood. That was actually terrifying. I don't think that was conducive. I got very angry too. Okay. So we headed into yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, let's go shopping. Bigan Mercantile. Yep, the Bigan right. Mercantile. So you guys walk in and you can see uh, not a lot of people in here right now. Maybe three or four individuals all seeming to kind of like uh, go to exactly what they need. This store is uh, impressive in its inventory. You can see uh, lining the main uh, kind of walk area. There are several shelves and. Uh, uh, tables that are full of uh, clothings of different kinds, uh, gear of all kinds, uh, but you can see lining the uh, back uh, kind of um, uh, checkout area, you can see that there is also a couple of display cases and weapons that are hanging up on the walls all uh, very uh, intricately designed and uh, giving off a little more than uh, a subtle magic vibe. Um, <gasps> As you guys all walk up, you can see uh, sitting there uh, wrapping something in a small box. Uh, you can see a dwarf. His black hair, uh, very, very curly under his little uh, kind of metal cap that he has placed on his head, uh, wearing the simple kind of uh, shop owner kind of gray and white uh, tunic. 
He uh, is he's, his black beard is all all kind of like tied up and like bunched up, like right underneath his chin, and kind of, almost like a hairnet kind of a thing. But it's made of metal, so it's like a metal hairnet that he has kind of bunched up all stuff. Uh, but as you guys walk up, he uh, looks at you all. Um, his uh, goateeless face, just a beard, uh, goateeless clean face, uh, but looks at all of you with these bright kind of gray eyes. Uh, he says, uh, uh, "Hello again." How can I help? Hello, uh, welcome to Hologan Bygan Mercantile. I am Hologan Bygan. How can I help you today? I don't think this guy speaking Dwarvish. No. Hi, um. Hologan. Hello. Do you have. Do you have. Uh. I, I whisper. Like, I, I, like, stare blankly for a second, and in my head I'm communicating with Orfari about component uh-huh. stuff. Like, do you have a crystal vial? Worth at least 300 gold pieces? Of course, Hologan Bygen gives you what you need. You need a crystal vial. Yeah, a crystal vial. And Any I can, particular crystal? I have many and crystals. I, and I can provide the, the tears. <laughs> huh? You need to cry in bottle of crystals? Yeah, to summon Shadow, uh, summon Gerard. I don't know if you heard of him. Uh, it's it's uh, very possible. I, I've lived many lives. I may have met Gerard in uh, another life. Uh, I don't know. He's possible, and he sets up. Uh, he reaches underneath his uh, counter and pulls up uh, a small tray with probably about five or six vials of different shapes and sizes, wow. filled with uh, various colored crystals. Oh, crazy! Yeah, give me one of them. Here you are. What color is it? Uh, these are uh, yellow crystals. I don't like that. Can you give me? <laughs> they are closest to three hundred gold pieces. I could give you. I could give you green crystals, but green crystals are three hundred fifty gold pieces. Can you? Okay. Um. But is value decided by the person? Can I get like the green? Uh, I'll get the yellow one. Uh, I'll get the yellow one. Okay. All right. Hey, there you go. Okay. I was going to try and help him, you and see if you're getting swindled, but I'm not paying I give, attention I give him. I give him 300 gold pieces. Thank you. God. Guys, I need this, actually. <laughs> this is a good purchase. Saints are reasonable. All right. Now. It sounds like you're trying to convince us, though. Now, I don't like this. Do you have a gun? What? Does Hogan have a gun? I want I want a gun, guys. Hogan uh, is not a man of violence, but I do sell weapons. I okay. probably have gun. <laughs> That's yeah, I'm already over there at the weapons case just looking at what you got over there. Oh, he's so. got all kinds of stuff over there. Um, he does produce a simple pistol. Uh, single shot uh, pistol. Which takes a lot around the store before he makes a bad decision. Sure. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, anyone else looking for anything in particular or you just keep perusing? Uh, first thing first, weapons. Uh, like weapons, yes. Give me just a second. I'm pull up my random weapon generator. Yeah, I'll pull up the ones I already have on hand. Find that makes sense. Um, there are a couple of. You can see there are a couple of weapons. Most of them look to be uh, plus one or plus two weapons of various nice. kinds. You can see there are. Uh, he does have uh, a set of bracers. That seem to that very intricate like leather braces with like uh, metal filigree kind of all throughout them with runes, very pretty. Um, he also has a uh, large belt, very thick belt with uh, kind of gold clasps on it. Belt uh, of truth that has uh, some sort of dwarven rune written across it. Uh, you can see he has a couple pieces of armor, various uh, pieces of uh, armors that all have. Uh, runes or designs etched into them that offer different results. You can see one uh, metal cap that seems to kind of almost have a perpetual perpetual frost uh, 
uh, across the top of it. Um, a uh, small kind of like leather jerkin uh, with some armor plates on it that seem to almost kind of glow with an unnatural heat. Um, so all kinds of stuff there. You can see he has a... Uh, he does actually have a scimitar set up on the very top of his shelf uh, on a mantle there. Uh, it is a uh, beautiful weapon. It is Damascus steel, uh, but the darker material is red. So it's a dark, uh, like, shiny silver and, like, a red kind of folded into it. I'd like to investigate there if I could, please. Uh, Maybe I'll just ask him. You want to jask? I mean, I I could do either one, but I feel like it'd be rude to just start doing magic in his shop. It's up to you. (laughs) Yeah, I'll just ask him first. Uh, Yes, Logan! Hello. What what can Hogan... Oh, sorry, I thought I was talking out loud. Uh, yeah, that uh, Skamita you got up there. How's it? Ah, yes. That... That is Render. It's his magic sword. Very powerful. Very dangerous. Okay. Yeah, I gathered. What's it do? Besides rendering things, so you don't use the word in the definition. I mean, I could investigate if it... If it's easy, if you got someone else to talk to, it's not a problem. Nope, give me just a second. Okay. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Give me just a second. I could be your hero, baby. Um, so, this is a scimitar of wounding. So, Whoa, basically, what? hit points lost to this weapon's damage can only be regained through a short or long rest rather than by regeneration, magic, or any other means. Jeez. When you hit this creature with an attack using this magic weapon, you can wound the target, and at the start of each of its turns, it takes uh, 1d8 necrotic damage for each time you've wounded it. Oh. Then it can make a DC constitution saving throw, and the effect of all such wounds on itself. Alternate the wounded creature or a creature in five feet of it can use an action medicine check ending the effects of the wound on. So, so every time you hit it, you can stack a D eight of damage on it. Okay. Of necrotic damage. It's a weapon of wounding. Uh, but yes, yeah, sword of render. It it cut very deep and uh, cuts don't heal very well. Okay. Hey Zef, did you hear about this thing? I mean, okay, you didn't. Uh, hey Tabidi, did you hear about this thing? A little bit. Are you, are you still in, like, the punchy phase of life, or are you more, like, weapon-bound at this point? I was actually kind of looking at maybe getting something that reminds me of the staffs we trained with, but maybe more with, like, a blade-type thing. Or, like, a polearm or something. What, like a what does that one do? Jab? Huh? You're talking like a polearm? Like a... Javelin or oh, you want to throw it, or you just want to hit people thing? with it? Glaive, glaive sounds like a glaive Mostly would be pretty sweet. Thing. Yeah, so you're not really a javelin's like tiny, mate. That's just something that you throw far. A glaive would work. That's actually a good one. You know, it's a lot like a bow staff. A gun. A bow staff. Oh, okay, yep, that's actually more nice. I mean, well, we can ask him. Hey, mate, uh, you know, the sort of rendering's pretty cool. Yes. Um, I'm not too keen on stabbing, and it doesn't seem like anyone else in the party is either. That is fair. Oh, mate, so there's sort of a rendering. Uh, what it does is every time you hit somebody with it, uh, you can choose to inflict a wound upon them. Uh, and every time you inflict a wound upon them at the start of their turn, to use legal jargon, 
uh, they take an additional D8 of necrotic damage until they make a saving throw. And that can stack, so every time you hit them, you can wound them even more. Really I do like the sound of that. I mean, are you, you're down to use a sword or not? That's not the old me style. I'm trying to figure out my new style. It's weird. Hey, what if we tried it's to put... It's more about, like, cuddly animals. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. No! Plants. No. <laughs> God. Hey, re-rediscover yourself, if you could, please. Um... <laughs> I mean, it's great, mate. It's a journey. We're all on it together. Um, no, but I mean, cuddly animals that like kill people. Oh, like oh, violently, like uh, the uh, grizzly care bears. Yes. Okay, yeah, I like that. Um, hey, scare bears. Oh, the scary berries. Uh, hey, uh, Beatty, what if we were to combine the sword of rendering? With a simple bow staff, kind of making a glave of sorts. Bearstein bears. Does, does, does it work that way? No. <laughs> I mean, we're in, a, we're in a place where, in theory, it could work like if we forge. get the components. It might take a little bit, but I'm sure we could figure yeah, something out. I mean, I could draw something up when we get the right guy. You could probably build it. That'd be cool. I don't feel as... Uh... Yes, dwarves are known for taking things and forging them into many other things. So. Hey, so illicit. It's not just a dwarf thing. Yeah, well, yes, but dwarves are very good at this. There is not many dwarves who can't forge a thing into other thing. For sure. Even fewer lizards can do it. Yeah. For sure. If we can afford it. A very special cliff. What, what would that be like? A hundred thousand gold, is that how that works? No. No. For sword? <laughs> you make Logan laugh. <laughs> it's ten million. Oh no, for this sword it is 8,000 gold pieces. Jesus. <gasps> wow. That's so crazy, man. Moving on. Cool. <laughs> 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 Alright, uh, shoot for the stars. The moon's too expensive. That's true. Perhaps, is, wait, you, look is, for, is, perhaps you look for other weapons. Hawken can provide you with many different weapons. Do you have, here, here's the thing. There is also the potential that if there is something that you want, we might be able to go up to a rune forge. Do you have a potential to make something out of Hogan has a chemical supplies. Alchemical Yes, that's what this Hogan said. Maybe it should be a good idea. So as long as we have... I think in this case, because Check we have my forge, bag. and between you and I, we can get, make 400 golds worth of alchemical We should supplies. be potentially more looking for there you go. the materials we would need to make <laughs> said mm. beastie. Mm-hmm. You guys looked away. I, I think that makes We could probably just make you a glaive, buddy. It'd take about a week or so, maybe two, but I think we're kind of here for a little while. I mean, Kenneth? Yeah. I okay. mean, I feel it like sounds like the a good place, place for us to bolster ourselves. Agreed. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay, uh, I think we're all sold out of weapons. We've kind of been talked out of it, sorry. But, but you got any uh, just simple magical items like wings? Flying brooms. Flying brooms? Do you want a flying broom? Multiple. That'd be pretty sick. Yeah, it'd be alright. Like a witch or something? No, I just like, I mean, like, I'd probably maybe. Hey, how are you gonna put a gun on it? Oh, yeah. I never thought of it. I, well, I could. Hey, recoil's a thing you probably wouldn't want to. Mine? It's magic, so you're flying potentially every shot. If we, if, hey, if I was looking to build, Kelogan, Kelogan, yes. Ah, uh, so I was wondering 
if you had anything that would, um, you know, protect me a little more than this this scale mail or... Yes, Logan uh, have many things like this, yes. The nipple tassels of warding, specifically. Yeah, yeah. He Logan have armor of resist of many kinds of magics. Uh, he Logan also have bracers of defense for those who uh, don't wear the armors. And he Logan also has uh, armors that are strong, stronger than most. Like made out of dragon scale. Uh, Hologan does not have dragon scale. Uh, most dragon scale is uh, left to Bahamut followers, and Hologan is more of uh, yeah. Hologan is more of uh, following carpenters. So, so if I if I had a, if I had something I wanted to potentially build and wasn't quite sure exactly uh, what materials I might need. Would that be something I would talk to you about, or should I go? No, Hologan does. Yeah, Hologan does more things that are already built. Uh, you need something built. You speak to forge people. Well, let me. Then I guess what I'm asking is, do you have? If would you potentially have? I'm assuming I'm going to have to probably buy the supplies from here and then take it back to the forge. So I just didn't know if you had some sort of book that had an idea or something of what I might need so that I could purchase. If you need materials, materials. Uh, uh, the deep forges have many materials that you can buy from them. All right. Yes. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. No flying brooms? You need flying broom? 
If we got it. I have flying. Logan have flying boots. Well, Bygan. I mean, Logan. Logan. Yeah. <laughs> how how much? For flying bloom. For, yeah, for flying blooms. Yeah, yeah. flying blooms. No, it's flying brooms. You, you, you are making fun of Logan's accent. M- no, I just... I got my teeth. Logan have blooming onions as well. Oh, what? Alright. And you think just, just one for the table, you think? Yeah, this guy has everything. It's like Costco. Extra ranch. Uh, that will cost uh, one silver or two copper. Hey, mate, they're out of the pink sauce. Ew. Thankfully. Make concert. Make concert. Make concert. Make concert. Make concert. Make concert. Make Flying broom. Is uh is hold on let 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 Logan figure out how much flying brooms. I just, I just feel like I never spend anything for myself on That's myself. True. You, you know, know you never do anything for I you. Really You're just... always giving us pass without a trace. Yeah. And you know shooting things trying to kill us. Now, now it's time. Imagine pass without a trace in the air. I don't know how it uh, works. Pass, pass within airspace. Can Logan mm-hmm. have flying broom? Uh, thirteen hundred gold pieces. Honestly, it's not that bad. Hmm. You can fly forever. Can you really fly forever? It actually yeah. doesn't carry any weight. It is literally just a broom that can fly. Yes, you attach your string, you let it fly around. It's like it's like. Can you not fly car. on it? Of course, you can fly on broom. Oh, thank goodness. It's good for cleaning. Just <laughs> clean. Yeah, what are you get to like those like corners of the ceiling and stuff? Oh, they have I'm just stuff. picturing Calvin monkey pie that thing. Yeah, we got a flying broom for you. Do you want? Do you want would, would you do that to me? Maybe. <laughs> Um, All right, sir. Get the flying broom at a, I don't know, like a yeah, would you, or something. Can you, can can you lower you, it down a little bit? I don't know. Hello, we did just save the whole. Arthur. Listen, we just we just saved a whole. Uh, Ooh, much how about the this? How about this? I'll give you I'll give you this 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 pile of rock feathers to make it a clean one thousand. Make a persuasion check. I don't know. I don't know which number it was on. What? Uh, I, picked, <laughs> I, picked, I picked it up so fast. Wow. <laughs> Genuinely. Okay. Can I roll again? Sure, go. For I it. got to. Yeah, 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 you're good. <laughs> All right. Oh, sweet. Twelve plus. I think it's just five. I don't think I have a proficiency, so seventeen. Rock feathers are uh, very good, but Hogan uh, can get rock feathers for cheaper than three hundred gold pieces. Uh, Hologan would be more interested in maybe buying more than one item and maybe Hologan make a deal. Okay, alright, mm-hmm. alright. Do you have any um, things that will be good for people like me, magically inclined? For you? Yeah, for me. Like, just like look at me, right? Yes, I see you. So, what do you think would look great on me or like would like help me be cooler? Um, I, I can cast magic stuff. Well, my friend can cast magic stuff. Um,. It's complicated. I think I'm. I think I'm magic stuff. I don't know. Very interesting. Uh, Hologan might have a few things for you. Um, Hologan has. Uh, uh, well, how how much is uh, scary man willing to spend? I have. This? Let me see how much money I have. So I have fourteen hundred gold as of right now. And yes. I have a pound of glow skink scales, 
I have automaton hand. I don't know if you're interested in that. I have um, a couple of discolored. Uh, I got some cool crystals I found in the cave. I got some claws from Glow Skinks. I, uh, I got some teeth from Glow Skinks. Um, uh, we got the rock feathers. I got some obsidian shards. I got this cool rock I got from this creepy lady. And um, I have. I have. That's it. Very interesting. I have lots of weird stuff. Yes, this could uh, this could this could work. Uh, Logan might have something for you. Uh, perhaps we perhaps we start to collect things and go from there. And we do uh, we do a, a, a bulk total. How okay. does this sound? All right. Okay so Logan has this for you, for and he reaches like, uh, he reaches down and pulls yeah, out yeah. what looks to be a tiny little uh, silver bell. Uh, with, with this little handle attached to it, and he kind of sets it down uh, in, fr- in front of you. Can I, t- can I touch it? You, you, you can allows it. So go ahead, touch it. I grab and I shake it finally. It's like a little ring. Doesn't make anything? Yeah, it rings. Let's keep on doing it. Okay. What's it? It, what, what, what is this, man? It is, uh, it is powerful magic weapon that only uh, certain people can use. I think you might be one of them. Is he getting swindled? Huh? Is he getting swindled? Make an insight check. What if he isn't? Eleven. Eleven? Doesn't seem like it. Okay, what is it? It is called, uh, it is called Bell Branch. Bell what? Bell Branch. Bell Branch? Yes, it is a magic item. Use it to, uh, cast your spells. It also can do other things. It can detect some things. So can can I test drive it? Um, you must must have it for longer than a day in order to use it. So can you test drive it for two days? Can hey hey um, so I have no way on making sure that he's speaking the truth. Do you have like an identifier? Oh yeah, yeah I can identify it if you want me to do that. Can can you, can you identify it? Of course, hello and all all for uh, of course, hello and all for authenticity. Yeah, I have yeah. never had this much money before, so I'm just very yeah, of course, cautious. of course. Yeah. Anyone else looking for something we can throw into bulk pile? You should get a cool helmet. I don't know why. I think it'll look cool in a helmet. It's good. He's, uh, he's, right he's uh, clear dragon thinking of getting armor. Is which dragon? The, the clear dragon. The one that speaks of animal love. Hey, mate, you want to get your armor? <laughs> You're muted. Hey, something happened to the crew. You're muted. <laughs> he's spending too much time in Blue Room. Um, <laughs> what do you got that do you have anything that would like protect me better than normal yes Logan like, Log- have many have many things he Logan have shield that would be very useful for you yeah, uh, yeah, it, yeah. it gives else, you yeah. ability to not only protect yourself from attacks you can see but also attacks you may not be able to see yeah. Yo, I like the sound of that Wait, Drew. Tell me about that one Wait, Drew. Drew, <clears throat> do, do you have do you have Warcaster? No. Okay, so you need both hands open if you want to cast a spell, and you have a shield. So Dude, I'm a shield. I don't have to hold. Uh, that's that's be very difficult, but also very expensive. Uh, <laughs> that's a thing. Hilogan also have thing that. Would help you if you are truly uh, animal f- uh, favorite. Ooh. Ooh! 
Are you animal favored? If I'm what? You, you must, you are the animal persons, yes. Yes, he is. So, I have thing that could be good for you. Uh, and he reaches, he reaches into a, uh, under the desk and pulls out a small, uh, literally looks like a raptor's claw on a, on a, uh, necklace and sets it down. Looks like a what? It's, uh, looks like a raptor's, like, claw. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, what's that? This is thing that you uh, you wear. Uh, it gives you. Uh, it makes you um, scarier when you turn to an animal. Uh, also gives you uh, other benefits to uh, bestial forms, which I believe you are uh, one of. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love doing that. Um, yeah. How much is that thing? Uh, well, uh, by itself, this thing is eleven hundred gold pieces, but. Throw it in pile, perhaps we can come to agreement. Guys, what do you think? Throw it in pile? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think you should do that, mate. I want to come out of here with cool stuff. I support yeah, I like that. you do. I like that. Um, that sounds good. Appreciate you. Yeah. Of course, of course. Right, anyone else looking for something to add to pile? Clogging is all about giving discounts to friends. What do I need to make this glaive thing? You want the glaive? Logan have glaives. Oh, glaives. I mean, you can see what he's got, and if he doesn't have something you'd like, we could just make one. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you have, sir? Uh, can Logan have many glaives? He have more than average powerful glaives. Uh, you could call them plus ones because you know you bring them along with you to parties. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> also have glaives of uh, magic powers. You uh, hit somebody and it adds additional power of uh, your choice, depending on what your uh, powers are. Ooh. Wait, what? That's pretty cool. You got so powers? you have like you have like regular sword, but then you have yeah. this sword. And he holds up another sword, and it looks like it's just dripping. Like it's like dripping this strange kind of uh, light green like acid off of it. It does regular it stab, but also do uh, painful stab. On top of regular stab. Same with glaives. You mean painful stab? Yeah, painful stab. I grab a hold of uh, his like traveling cloak, but mm-hmm. just lightly to make yep. sure he doesn't go to try and touch it or collect <laughs> some of the acid. Fair point. Who? You. So um, out of game quick. Sure. Yeah. I can already infuse weapons with different elements. Sure. Does that double up? Uh in theory, yes. Stacks. It should. Yeah. So in theory, you could get a plus weapon of some kind and you add your psychic energies, or you could get a weapon of a certain damage and then add your psychic energy. It's up to you. So it could be like a fire and ice weapon. Oh, hell yes. 100% good. 100% good. Katy Perry. Hell yes. 100%. I kind of like... Sounds pretty cool. That sounds cool. The one that changes element stuff. Of course. What element is, uh, is Dragon looking for to use? The oh, one? If you want one, it uh, most do only one thing. You could get one that does many things, but ah. this is more expensive. I've never been able to master fire, so fire would be kind of cool. Yes, fire. Very, very common uh, among dwarven things. You uh, look for glaive of fire. Sure, glaive of fire. Right. I mean, All did right. you mess with air a lot before? Yeah. Did you like it? Is there a glaive of air? Yes, glaive of air is. Uh, we call it glaive of wind, but oh, yeah. use it to break wind and also to hurt people. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> glaive of farting. You're lucky. My sense of smell is really bad, so I don't know if anyone actually farts. 
Is it really? Yeah, well, I worked in them. Working in work for a while. I didn't realize you were huffing the formaldehyde, though. Uh, you interested in Glaive of Wind? These fairy dust. Yeah, uh, what's the price <laughs> difference on those? I think we're on something Zeph told me is called a, a, a bud budget? A budget. Bud uh, this is, uh, <laughs> by itself... <laughs> By itself, uh, Glaive of Wind would be 1,200 gold pieces, but I added to Pile, perhaps we can come to deal. That's not bad. Does that sound good? Yeah, everyone, so yeah, good everyone I'm not, obviously not one person is going to buy sure, it, but we're sure, all going to have sure, a sure. Okay. So. All right, we add to Pile. Anyone else? Or this you. is, so is this to Pile. No. Oh, you looking right, for... Yeah. Um, do you have any uh, goat treats of the highest quality? Yes, high quality goat treats. Yes. What about the many, most right? mediocre quality? Uh, Hologan don't sell anything of mediocre quality. Oh, my God. That, is, Hlo- that is Hologan by Gengarn. How much for a few goat treats? Uh, of highest quality, this would be two silver. <laughs> I got it. I can cover it. Pets are easy. Eddie, I'll, I'll take a package of your finest goat treats. Very well. And uh, for you, good sir, any, any things you are looking for? Not at the moment right now. Are you sure? You are Nuli Kinzund. You are. You receive high accolades. Hi, Mike. You didn't sure you want to n- pick a mob or a red the other day? Honestly, it would probably be an honor if he bought something from your shop. And it would it be a great honor if Logan were to purchase something. I have many great weapons, some of far reaches. Anything uh, piquing your interest? Anything you would like to look at? Uh, uh, right now, I'm looking at potentially trying to figure out how to make my own my own thing. So uh, I'm not sure that I need a weapon right now. However, perhaps you uh, tell Hogan what. Is there anything that a uh, Kinzu would <coughs> normally have or wear? Uh, Kinzu have uh, many things. Uh, Guildmaster would be one that provides with uh, standard issue items. Uh, but perhaps you, perhaps you tell Hogan what kind of weapon you want, and Hogan see if Hogan has it. Potentially, what I'm potentially trying to uh, make is some sort of ice hammer. Hammer of ice? Would it surprise you if Hogan has ice hammers for sale? I'd be shocked if, if you shit. have an ice, ice hammer. I'd be quite interested. Hogan has many ice hammers. Uh, looking for particular ice? You looking for a good ice hammer or great ice hammer? What's your prices on both? Oh, for Kinzun, Hlogan would give very good deal for Great Hammer. What's the price for the Great one? <laughs> Obviously, if, if I would prefer Great over Good. If, this is smart, man, this is smart business. This is smart business that Hlogan is dealing with here. All right, let, let me show you. And he reaches, uh, he goes around the uh, counter and you hear him shuffling around. And he does bring out this large two-handed <laughs> hammer with the top of it is carved deep blue, looks like carved ice. Uh, and he sets it boom on the table. And as soon as he sets it on the wooden table, you can see the frost immediately begins to start emanating from the base of it. Oh, that's tight. Uh, this hammer, very strong, do lots of damage, uh, do ice damage on top of regular damage. Uh, when you hit enemy, it causes enemy's bones to grow cold and stiff, makes them slower if they don't, uh, if they are not strong enough to resist. What might this do to fire? Oh, fire would, uh, it would be effective, well, it would be some effective on fire. Really, water would be most effective, in Hlogan's opinion. Uh, water is best enemy of fire. But ice uh, does trick. 
Do you have anything that might be of the uh, water type? Yeah, of course, Logan have water hammers too. Maybe let's check and see what you've got for. Them. All right, I like, how, I like how I like how I like how Gorf thinks, and he uh, again goes by the counter and produces uh, a one-handed hammer and sets it on the uh, uh, the table there. You can see this hammer uh, is very uh, slender, and it seems to kind of like curve instead of being like a blocky, almost like Mila. Very curved style, almost like uh, water. Yes, but I was trying to think of a visual, kind of like the hammer that. Uh, Oh, I'm gonna screw his name up. Is it Col- Colad? Not Coladriel. It's Kazadun. Ca- no, who's the Elven uh, Smith from uh, um, uh, Shadow of Mordor? Celebrimbor. Celebrimbor. Thank okay, you. Airplane, Shadow of Mordor. I love Shadow of Mordor. He's in. He's in Rings of Power too. Which, by the way, is he? Watch on, yes. Damn, I have to watch it now. Uh, spoilers. You uh, watch yeah. it yet? No. Yeah, Celebrimbor is. In I'm watching many shows. That. Anyhow, Calibrimbor has a hammer that is very uh, sleek and kind of like elven in elven design. This one looks very similar. It's a one-handed hammer, uh, smaller head than than would be on most war hammers, uh, but it is very uh, it's very beautiful. Uh, it's almost kind of like white metal, uh, kind of intertwined in its uh, darker metal. Uh, this hammer is water hammer. It do uh, damage to uh, to people, to fire, to many things. Uh, it will knock your enemies down. You hit them hard enough. It, uh, it also, and he picks it up and shakes it, and immediately, like, water splashes all over the place. It's very wet, so uh, hey. a bit of downside to uh, this uh, hammer. He sets it down again. You don't happen to potentially have something of the uh, two-handed uh, water hammer, would you? Uh, you can take this, and he picks it up and holds it to hands. You take two hands, swing harder. Yeah, that actually does work. I mean, the logic checks out. My versatile weapon, right? That's Correct. True. I just yeah. prefer. Uh, one it is a versatile. So it's a versatile hammer. So, so it could be a one-handed damage die. Yeah, yeah. That's so yeah. funny. It's like, yeah, you can put both your hands on a dumbass. <laughs> 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 it's that was it. No, I mean, the same thing is true for. I mean, there's a there's a specific reason. No, I know, but I just right behind Logan. There is a sign that does read, "Hologan believes in no stupid questions." Or Hologan policy, no stupid questions. All right, um, then. Well, uh, lad, uh, exactly how much are you, are you asking for that? Well, let's uh, let Hologan collect all items and see if we come to price. See if we come to what are you guys all right. getting? All right, so let me go around the table and figure out what we got. Yeah, so we got water hammer, uh, claw necklace, uh, wind glaive. What else? Bell branch. Bell branch. Bell branch and broom. Yeah. Are you, I'm gonna snipe from the sky. It's gonna be sick. It's gonna be a cool. way for you to experience recoil. Me <laughs> too. You get shot off. And you're <laughs> boom. <laughs> all right. So, Hlogan, take these all items, adding them all up. Hlogan, think. What uh, what does uh, what does party say to what does party say to six thousand gold pieces? I'm gonna eat with that. Mm. Um, I, 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 here's, here's the thing though I'm alright with taking a little bit I wouldn't want somebody that's getting just a broom to pay the same as somebody that's getting a hammer if that makes sense it would, be, makes it sense. would be better uh, maybe to ask what, uh, what, is, uh, what is Dwarf thinking? Wait, do I I'm more or less. I'm just wondering what the prices are separately, so that let's say Kenneth over here, who's getting a 
broom isn't going to be paying. I mean, it flies. It's not like she's going to go do the housework. That's true. I just feel like it might not I mean, they're certainly cost clean as up much on it. as a, a glaive or a, or a water hammer. So let me... Okay, so I will break this down to... He was trying uh, to do this the easy way and you just had to... Uh, we, can do, <laughs> we can do it the hard way. We can do, I mean, we can do it the other way. It's just more or less... What would you? What I'm do you cool want? Whatever. What do you lads want to stand? What do you lads want to pee? I, I, I mean, like, I think we're all, all of us paying a thousand is fine. Yeah. 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 Well, there's five of you guys. There's five. Well, then playing, I'll pay a thousand two hundred for my. Uh, yeah, for well, I'm paying. Yeah, that still makes me paying a thousand less <laughs> or a hundred less than I was gonna for just the price. room straight up. So. <laughs> I, yeah. Go for it, guys. That's fine. If if you're all all, all right with that, so it's twelve hundred a piece. Is that okay? I'm, I'm fine price. with that. Okay. <laughs> yep. Um. Uh, the voice in my head s- says, "Nah. Yeah, no. Nah, I'm not gonna bargain. <laughs> I'll take it. I think I'm okay with that. I'm not less. It'd be nice if we could just make it an even." Thousand. I do for agree. The, for the parties that are involved, and for the to come the, down just a little bit so that it's not like an awkward twelve. And it's a named dwarf that's going to be carrying around your hammer. hammer. You'll be the exclusive weapon supplier of the, just him. I, just I, 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 I'm like him, and I point and, and I pat him on the shoulder, and I give him guidance. In fact, if there is ever anything that you might be needing in the future, we might be able to be on the lookout and bring you some interesting things to sell potentially later on. Down the road. Hello, you know, he's interested in many things to sell. Mostly foot picks. Logan have plenty of Not saying you want a dwarf <laughs> foot pick, but you'll be, su- you be surprised how many halflings come through my shop here. <laughs> that is ridiculous. I say I want a foot pick. They're like, I give you 1200 foot picks. I'm like, I don't need 1200 foot picks. It's, it's, it's for guys. It's all. It is. Uh, where do you so, keep those, and how much if you throw a couple in? Can <laughs> uh, Logan throw those in for free? No, I have too many of them. All right, Please, I'm sure no. this will go on the Close a bunch out of his wallet. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a flip <laughs> out of it. <laughs> um, okay, so you are, you're saying what now? If we can potentially make it a little bit, let's barter a little bit. Okay. Um, and maybe if there's something... To get the price down, maybe if there's something that you've been looking for to sell that we could keep an eye out for in the future and bring back to you. Okay. Uh, but we would like it to maybe at least get it down to where it's only a, a grand for all the all parties involved as okay. opposed to 1200 oh, sure, sure, a piece. Sure. Uh, okay. Uh, make a... <laughs> make a persuasion check. You have a d4. Wait, what? Hold on. Drew Let's... Huff has a, like a like a full kitchen size pot that you would like make stew in. What power to him, man? Just full of ramen. It's just the size of the pot. It's like is four packs of ramen in that show. Probably. Bitch. He's living his best life. Holy. He's living. He's living his vacation life right now, guys. Nice. That's a good roll. Uh, uh, make a persuasion check. Sorry, I didn't get to finish because <laughs> the ramen is. Ramen isn't here. Uh, I will say with advantage because you had some uh, very convincing friends alongside you. Oh, well, the first right. one's a 21. Oh, shit. The second one's a lower. So you added a four. And you do have guidance. Ooh. Nice. So it'd be... 24? 24. No. Because that's... 
24. Uh, Logan kind of thinks for a second. Again, if there's something like. No, no, Logan no, is thinking no, no, of. No, deal here. Logan is thinking of. Uh, other things. Uh, Logan was wondering what he's going to get for lunch. Uh, back to what you were saying. Uh, 5,000. You have a deal. How does that say? So 1,000 for everyone? It's 1,000 yeah. apiece. Is everybody a bit of a grand? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. That, sound nice done? Job. Yeah. that sounds great. Yeah. Done. I'm doing it right now. Easy peasy. Uh, Again, we also offered in that if there is something that you would prefer us bring back to you. Yes, yes, Logan remembers. Logan will, uh, he will contact if he has uh, something he could uh, he could use. But right. if you ever have things to sell, if they are of interesting uh, value or uh, item, bring to Logan Bike and Market Pack. Uh, Hologan would love to sell to someone else. If anybody asks this Kenzo where he got his hammer, I'll, I'll send them right to you. Hologan would be much uh, honored is for you to use name uh, when speaking of him in good terms. 300 gold But uh, weapons are for you to have and to hold. Uh, if you need anything else, uh, do not hesitate to stop. Uh, Hologan Bagan. It's all good. We're gonna have hella potions. Ron, well, thank you very much. It's uh, good, good dealing with you. Lucius hey. doesn't have any gold left. Snitch! Fucking <laughs> God. How, the, how do you not have any gold left? I have like 500 GP worth of uh, alchemical supplies. <laughs> what? What's wrong with that? Well, then I guess it's, apparently no. you're not gonna get whatever you wanted from him. No, I did. Yeah, no, I have it after, after everything. Oh, after everything. Yeah. After I spent. I spent. Yeah, I'm, I'm spending money on stuff that's for the party. What, would you buy huh? 1,700 worth of alchemical and? The, uh, yeah, including everything. Uh, yeah, everything I, I have 300 gold left. So yes. Hi, yeah. Zef. Did you have something to say, there, buddy? Oh, I just wanted to congratulate Solgren on that uh, incredible. Uh, Bartering, but not what do you call it? Haggling. Uh, it's called bullshitting. Put it that loud. That's how you say I'm door bullshit. Yep. Yeah. Hiya. That was great. Real quick, uh, what's Drew's favorite Middle Eastern holiday? Ramadan. Yes, it's uh, Ramadan. Damn it, you both get inspiration. Yes. Son of a gun. Yeah. Ramadan. No, you're too late. <laughs> It's, really, it's Henry Cavill all over again, I'm, Michelle. I'm, that was my joke. <laughs> Dude, that shit was funny. <laughs> I'm glad you find that hilarious. Right, so. <laughs> Is there anything else you guys would like to do shopping-wise, or have you we got to go to the discount store, right? Yeah. Yep, Gliffy's trying to hit the outlets. We have right. we haven't had a shopping episode. Since yeah, no, for absolutely. A long time. I'm all for it. Since we have not had one this whole campaign. Huh? Are we gambling? No. Um, I mean, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can. Heading to the <laughs> Laughish Outlet. If Before we go in there, sure. I look at Kenneth and anyone else coming in with us. Mm-hmm. And say, hey, these places get get yourself right. You're a trap. All right. Keep your head on a swivel. Yeah. Think about what you need before you go in. Are you gonna come out with way more than you bargained for? Okay, I don't have. I don't know what I want. He well, had money anyway. Yeah, it's one of those places where everything's in a big pile and you just kind of like rummage through. Oh, like you know, by the pound. Ooh. Here's something too. I'd like to. Uh, no lie. Have a better body. Keep so in mind. Good. My plan or my hope is is 
for us to be up where the Kinzels uh, <laughs> kind of stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to figure out whether you guys can stay with me or not. I'm gonna try for that. I don't know if that might potentially cost any gold, or if we wanted to try to have a forge up there, yeah. a little closer. Or if oh yeah, I'm just I'm just want to pop in and see if they've got any good magic items here. I mean, that's fine. I just wanted to try and just remind you that it might, put, it could potentially cost a little bit, but I'm not sure. I mean, that's why we put away stuff, right? That's why we put away. Oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I have no problems with sending them down here because obviously compared to br- the Brasslands, I'm having a way better time already. Uh, and also, I was just traveling through there. I've been traveling, so I don't really have any ties to the Brasslands, and I feel like you guys have more ties here. If I'm, I'm if, if I'm being honest, I know, um, um, especially my friends over here that just kind of found out about all of their uh, um, childhood home being blown up. I'd like to. Uh, at least find and make this place a place you guys can actually find like coal home. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. You know what I mean? You know, the Bracelands is, is kind of home. Uh, I don't really have any deep ties to it at this point. And it, I mean, you, even if it's a home away from home, I'd like to at least give you guys a place where you you can lay down if you need be. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather be here. There's a lot more I'd rather do here, if, if I'm going to be honest. There's stuff I've been kind of uh, working on, kind of drawing a bit, and haven't really had the time to actually work on. So now that we're in a place that it's feasible, I definitely would like to spend a bunch of time doing that. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a lot happier here. Yeah, I don't remember much about home, so... I mean, as long as we can get back to the Brasslands whenever needed, uh, I I still do have ties there. However, if I can go back, that ain't a big deal. True. Yeah, and we've got a couple friends that are in the Brasslands that would let us know if things were afoot that we needed to go back and check in on. This is a Ford operating base, for sure. That's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. I mean, I don't really need anything in the outlet store, I guess. I kind of just would... It's almost like wanting to spend money because I have it. Yeah, that's I mean... Fine. That's fine. We can go in there. I just wanted to let you... Know, at least know, know that. Really disappointed. Okay. Yeah. Let's, He's got his uh, fanny pack, like, around his chest. <laughs> let's, go in, let's go in there and see what they've got. Okay, let's pop in right quick. Um, okay. So Imagine heading in, heading into Laughish Outlet, it's you can see uh, it is. Uh, it looks very similar to Laughish Laboratory's very uh, pristine and ostentatious setup and uh, design. There are uh, several customers in here, and you can see that most of them are uh, just kind of milling about, looking at the different display cases uh, with all kinds of interesting uh, trinkets and uh, objects. Um, anything in particular you guys are looking for? Are you looking to speak to anybody in particular? Just Let me look at some weird. Who's behind the counter? Is it? Is it? Uh, there appears to be a uh, dwarven female sitting behind the counter, uh, or standing behind the counter, and she's uh, finishing uh, putting some items in a bag and handing it to one of the dwarves, who uh, then uh, steps away. But as you walk up, she kind of uh, nods to you all, um, and uh, she says, well, "Hello to the Lavish Outlet. My name is Khaleesi. How can I help you today?" Hi, Khaleesi. I think we maybe met the person who uh, runs this shop, Mister Lavish Tobar. Very oh, middle yes, man Lafish with eyes. Tobar. Yes, the very strange um, 
Yes, he's quite the uh, yeah. interesting individual, but... Uh, sure enough is, but I just wanted to, to see what this fine establishment was about. I see it's an outlet store. Does that mean, like, outlet prices or... On oh, a few of the items, yes. Uh, Mr. Lafish himself was trying to uh, expand his... Uh, as he calls it, empire, but really it's more of just one store, uh, into uh, other communities as a way to, like, uh, uh, reach out to other demographics. Yeah, sure. Um, unfortunately, this one is uh, its fairly new, so most doors are a little uneasy, and also his, uh, his taste in designs are a bit... Uh, a bit odd. Uh, they're a bit odd for uh, our tastes, but uh, we're trying to adapt. But yes, we sell, uh, we sell simple magic items, we sell a few supplies... Uh, and uh, we do uh, a bit of custom work for uh, those who truly uh, need it. Uh, we specialize in tattoos as well. Tattoos? Correct, yes. I got a couple of them already, but that'd be pretty badass. Got tattoos? Yes, well, uh, Mr. Tobar is, uh, is quite... He's quite fluent oh. in uh, body modification, and so uh, dwarves are not too keen on changing their bodies overall, but uh, adding a few interesting tattoos seems to hey, be Hey, what quite kind a of trend. tattoos you got? Give me a little sheet. What you specialize in is like American traditional. Is it like. No kidding. It's all but cheap butterflies. <laughs> Brassland traditional. Uh, most of, our, <laughs> most of our tattoos are uh, of a dwarven twist. Uh, we infuse most of our tattoos with rare minerals. These minerals uh, are attuned to uh, aspects of the body. Can I, them... So what you're saying is I'll never have to take a multivitamin. Can I guess what the attunements are? Sure. Correct. Sleepy. Dopey. Happy. Yes. Dark. Yes. Angry. Grumpy. Sneezy. Sneezy? Preachy. Bingo. Oh, that's seven. Preachy. <laughs> and the eighth hidden one. Bloodlust. Oh my god. <laughs> Chetney. Chetney, yeah. Chetney. Uh, a few of ours are uh, of is, is we take simple uh, uh, speci- uh, precious stones and we grind them up into the paints and when we etch the runes in it provides a bit of a a bit of a a strengthening of certain aspects of uh, the humanoid forms. All right, what kind of strengthening for what? And then how much? Uh, each tattoo uh, would cost uh, around 2,000 gold pieces for the precious materials, uh, but the uh, the attribu- uh, attributions are permanent uh-huh. and uh, uh-huh. are to whatever the user wishes. Uh, so basically, mechanically speaking, <coughs> you can get, uh, with enough precious material, you can get a tattoo that gives you a plus one to literally any of your stats. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and also grants uh, certain resistances as well. Ooh. I don't have enough money for it, but that's pretty dope. Yep. Is there a resistance to fire? Yes. How much is that? 2,000. Oh, no. Sorry. Those are... Uh, those are... F- 38,000 for uh, the resistances. Okay, knighted. So they cool. are they are slightly more expensive. Because slightly? They oh, they're not double. 38,000? 3,800. Oh, okay. My, okay. my mistake. My mistake. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. 3,800. <laughs> so it's 2,000 for those 3,800 for the resistances. Okay. So. It, uh, they'll be, I'll keep it in mind. So, yeah. They do are. it. Do it. Do it. Well, give us the uh, missing funds. <laughs> <laughs> Zap just pulls out another delinquent dwarf and goes, 
Look, I found another one. Infinite <laughs> money. <laughs> Should have cloned him. Damn it. <laughs> Just keep bringing him back. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <gasps> the perfect scheme. You bring a captive and then have a bard that does, uh, uh, what's it called? Modify memory. And bring him back again, and just be like, "Oh, you didn't give us the gold for him." Here he is. Oh my god! Here he the is. Ultimate scam. It's Groundhog's Day, but with He's money. Gaslight, gold keep. Bard is super cool, man. <laughs> Gaslight, gold uh, keep, gold keep. Yeah. Girl okay. Yeah. So. I don't know. Looking around, you've got a nice shop, but I think I'm bad, bad out. There are also uh, potions. There's also potions of resistances. There's rings of resistances. There's uh, rings of various kinds. All. Varying within, you know, 800 to 1,000 gold pieces, depending on what you need or want. Uh, potions are about uh, 180 to 300 gold pieces, depending on what you're looking for, specific kinds. A uh, couple of scrolls, it seems. Uh, yep. And that looks to be about it. Uh, do, do, um, I don't know if you remember, but I did give uh, the filter of truth to Nineveh to interrogate Demzy when the time comes. Correct. Just for behind-the-scenes stuff. I don't know. Do you want it back? No. You okay. can have it. Mm-hmm. I, just, <laughs> I just want to make sure. Yeah, no. You can have okay. that. Okay, cool. Yeah, he, know, he has that. Okay. All right, besides the tattoos, <coughs> just tell me your coolest thing. We have a gun. Oh. <laughs> uh, the coolest thing that we have? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the tattoos are probably the most uh, uh, okay. unique thing that we have. Most of our other stuff's pretty common. No, hey, that's common a, those aren't lying. Those are pretty damn cool. Do you You're have... Right. Do you have... Um... Do you have any cookies or anything? I'm sorry? Do you have any cookies or anything? No, we don't sell food in this establishment, unfortunately. They sold food at the other one. Are you talking about the Megan Mercantile? Yeah, he has everything. It's kind yeah, of he does have everything. Well, Mr. Tobar is very uh, particular about his uh, the way he shows. Have you ever met him before? I did once. It's kind of unsettling, right? It was horrifying. You see me? You are less so. Less so. Surprisingly. Oh my gosh, guys! My eyes are like. Yeah. I mean, you are dripping blood as we speak, but I mean, yeah, yeah, because I've filled the crystal vial with tears. Good point. Kenneth's gonna try something and be like, "Yeah, he's a he's a uh, cog in the machine of morality." A very strange cog, to be sure. Okay, all right. Well, just check it night. Creature of <laughs> goodness. That's me. Okay. That's no. That'll work someday, I bet. <laughs> you know? It's I, I, that's that's literally the point of it is to see where they are. So not here. Fingers crossed. Our real estate agent believes in cogs and the machines and morality. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty. Sick. Um, okay, so. Uh, moving on from this area, I assume that you'll want to fast forward to your meeting with the guildmaster. Yes. Yeah. Have a meet. Uh, easy enough to do. Actually, within probably about uh, probably about five or six hours, uh, the guildmaster does send word uh, to speak to you. Nice. Uh, up at the uh, Grand Hall, uh, which you are uh, easy enough to get back to, um, and you can definitely speak to the guildmaster about uh, accommodations. So, uh, speaking to... Let me look at his name again. Uh, Ron Evermead, the guildmaster of the King's Hall, uh, uh, or of Hofkes in June, he uh, tells you, first of all, that you uh, are granted accommodations in the uh, Elder Ward um, of your of your choosing and your like. You are granted access to um, 
obviously uh, certain discounts throughout the uh, shops and uh, places here in the city. You are granted free access to pretty much any and every establishment uh, as needed, no uh, charges or anything. Um, and uh, also membership to any of the uh, guild halls or clan uh, clubs, I guess, would be... Uh, yeah, basically, you are you are an all-around just like VIP uh, whenever you need to. So, uh, But when it comes to uh, accommodations, uh, what specifically are you looking for? Uh, oh, if you, if you wouldn't mind... Uh I'm going to take a minute just to kind of chat with the lads sure. a little bit. Uh, what do you guys... I don't know that we necessarily need... I know we talked about a forge potentially there, but we can walk to any other forges that are in here. I don't know if we necessarily need that there. I mean, one, Is there I any want, anything in particular that... I want a place with a garden. I want a garden and... Uh, I want a garden and the highest room in the in the building. Well, you're not getting the highest room in the building. That's very yeah. Bad. That's going to me for damn sure. Why? Because you have a you're broom both, now. You're, you're all both off your mind. Kind of. <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> Wait. So who's getting it? Yeah. Who's getting it? <coughs> the Kinzo, of course. Oh, here we go. Right. He's not going to let the Ow. clock run out on it's this already bullshit. His head. I don't know. I'm all right with that, but I feel like I'm the reason why we're staying up on this level. Are we not? <laughs> damn. I'm gonna let you know it doesn't doesn't play for much in the grasslands, so you know I no, know it's a big no, deal no, here. No, 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 hey, hey, go ahead hey, and flash your okay. tiny kinzu it, over here. It's all, it's all right. It's all right. It's all okay. Right. I'm I'm starting to figure out that maybe I want them to stay somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> all right, second highest room, and you got yourself a deal. Yeah, no, it's all You good. can kiss my ass, Lucius. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to kiss your ass. Okay, so that's the thing. You want a place to be able to grow grow things. <laughs> huh? You want a place to be able to grow things? Is that what you're, you're yeah. asking? Yeah. Right. I don't know exactly a little bit much about what you do, Glyph, but uh, is there anything... I know you, you kind of tinker around with things that I mean, may not probably necessarily like, like a, a forge, but is there something like know, a table like of a, some sort? Yeah, you know, like a 12 foot by 5 foot table, you know? Probably be big enough for all the work. Alright. That can be in the basement. I'm not hoity toity like these two. Is that is Could there it any, be any, anybody else that has right. any, any, anything in particular around. that we might <laughs> need? I'm, I'm fine. I'm actually not sure I'm really comfortable with this concept of giving out titles that uh, provide you such privilege above <laughs> and beyond anyone else. What? what it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm just uncomfortable. As dwarven culture. Yeah, respect his culture, dumbass. <laughs> it gives I, us I, I wouldn't have won, I wouldn't have won back I just don't know. I, I, I don't understand it. Hey, right. listen, you're either intolerant in your right hand or in your left hand. Which do you prefer? What? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I just get tired of everybody calling me out, but look at this fella. <laughs> no, I mean I'm chilling because like this guy being the kins, like he has a bunch of people kicking their uh, kissing his ass, and that means we get free stuff. My, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not trained. I'm not trained necessarily. I'm, I'm confused. I don't understand how fortunes turn so quickly here. 
I mean, listen, if he gets too high and mighty, I'll kick his ass one time and he'll realize, oh, he's just one of us. I feel us. like I'm not really that high and mighty about this. I mean, I'm literally asking you, hey, what <laughs> amendments would you like at the place to stay? I'm trying to make your stay comfortable. <laughs> you want a waterbed? I'll get you a waterbed. Oh, can I have the waterbed? No, thank you. Everything you've provided is perfectly fine. There is nothing more I need. And I don't understand this situation. I think we're all getting waterbeds. That's what I heard. That's what I like. Okay. Is, is there anything else? I mean, so being cold-blooded, I love a hot spring, but I'm not, you know, not asking for much. Alright, alright. Wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Not necessarily. I'm just trying to tell you that I'm not being a pompous asshole. I'm trying to give you something, lad. I don't think you are. Like I've got opportunity here, and I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to do it with my new clan here. So I'm gonna step in. I'm gonna step in right here. So no, Drew's still got more in the tank. No, no, no. no. So here, here's how this goes down. Here's how this goes down. Uh, Zaf, for your clarity's sake, a Kinzun is a dwarf that has been named by the king as one of his own, basically like a uh, like a call or a thrall of the king. So he like is, a knighting. Yeah. Yes, he is. He is indentured to the king. He has served the king, and the king has now rewarded him for his great service to uh, the realm. Uh, the what what I think is kind of missing with you guys is that you didn't realize that uh, Dempsey was a not only was he a traitor to the king but he was also defecting, which the dwarves have not the dwarves don't do the dwarves stay together and so you basically stopped a revolter from continuing his plan of turning literally like mind forcing people to like abandon the kingdom so you you turned in a very high value target to the king. So that's why Very you have suddenly you've turned from like just being an adventuring party to you literally are like heroes of this place because you guys you fate stepped in and gave you guys a hell of a hand in this uh, in this car deal. So uh, that's why you're getting all this. And Kinzoons do get like the like the best place because obviously they are the kings. They are knighted by the king. They are. His, they're his men, so... Uh, if the king calls, so I have to call. Really, this is, like, a really huge thing. You guys, by proxy, are super cool because, obviously, you're United Indifference, which, actually, out of game, you don't know why the dwarves know you by your party name yet. That's to be seen. I'm sure you could speculate, but none of you have figured out that yet. But Fulgrin is now a big deal. Yeah, he's now a big deal. He was a big deal beforehand because he was a you know paladin. Very you know he's done a lot of stuff. But now that he's a Kinzoon, he is now a very big deal, especially in the Dwarven. Uh, and essentially, what I'm trying to do here is take care of my lads because y'all jumped in and helped me while I was trying to make this all happen. Well, we're great. Yes, yeah, sorry, Quinnis. What? Sorry, Kenneth. Um, so if so there is anything, I'd like to get it for you at, at this moment. I know we're going to work on getting the table for Ziff. 
apparently water beds all around. Nah. Hey, if we could take the drifting table and have it on the flip side be a billiard table, really do it. Alright. Uh, I, don't, I don't. He said hot springs too, but it, if that's too much, that's understandable. No, I just want to just heat up here, the water actually, beds. Here, actually, real shit. Hold on, I'm gonna get serious. So, like, yeah, I would like a garden so I can keep on growing alchemical supplies instead of constantly buying them. And I would like, weed. I would like a laboratory. I mean, some, sometimes it has good healing properties. <laughs> anyways, um, it's called. It's also it's called hot. Uh, it's called halfling leaf. Anyways, mm-hmm. but um, I would like. I don't know, like a laboratory, even like, I don't know. Like, I will, I don't really need to sleep on a bed. I learned that about myself. So, so the main things, honestly, is we need, we need a, a table for you to work on things and then a garden and yeah. slash laboratory. We just need a few, s- yeah. a few spaces, uh, multi, multi spaces. Honestly, honestly, we can make that a common place. Like a yeah, common room would work well. Yeah. Uh, you know, multi-purpose room. I mean, we could probably we work in the same room. Yeah. It's no big deal. We don't need right. a buttload of rooms. That's fine. Alright, so, have you kind of okay, all this? Okay, so, you were looking for... Are we, are we underground? You are under a mountain, yes. Yes, we're, we're inside the mountain. Hmm. Is there any way for me to be able to, like, see the, uh, the moon? Yes... So the Elder Ward uh, is uh, positioned underneath the uh, the hole in the mountain, uh, so that you know the sun can shine through at times, the moon can shine through at times. Uh, there is also the uh, the the uh, holy ground on the other side of the Elder Ward. Is uh, there's a lot of foliage everywhere. I will I will say this: it's not just stone everywhere. There seems to be growth, like plant growth, all over the place. But the majority of it, where the large trees that people seem to, like, can reside in, is over on the other side of the Elder Ward. But yeah, there's, like, waterfalls, and this is... It's a very errant, like, place, as well as... It's it, sometimes... You forget sometimes that you are underground with just how well they've, like, made this place feel outdoorsy. Like, it doesn't feel like you're, like, crouching through tunnels underground. It feels oh, very open. So, but yes, you you will have access to the moon every once in a while, depending on when it comes over the mountain. Can I sleep in a hammock on the roof? <laughs> I'm sure if you if you wanted to do that, we could make that happen for you. Oh, um, okay, I'm talking to Soul Green. Now, that, that, that's fine. Whatever you want. Thank okay. you very much. So, so basic commodities other than a place to work on stuff, nothing crazy. You don't need anything special or crazy, just a place to be able to do all that. Yeah. Um, a place that will house the six of you plus space. Um, let me Let's have two guest rooms. A non-lethal training room would be cool. We have no friends. We don't need well, two guest rooms. I'll, I'll figure that out. Right. Um... I mean, you want to if you want to add that to the specifications, more than welcome to do so. You want I'm assuming there's training. probably known dwarfs. There's probably a place for us. To I'm sure there's a place like you a could go. Gym of you, sorts yep. that we can go. And most people, they have a home gym. They're not going to use it. Anymore. Easy enough to do. No. We're gonna, what? We'll, we'll really? go to whatever the training facility is. I will say, if you want to spend the money, you can create a almost an all-encompassing, I guess, compound for lack of a better term, an area where they basically kind of like build it to your specifications. Or for less money, you can just kind of like have a place that. Gives you your few amenities and houses all of it. It's up to you. Compound of indifference. <sighs> I mean, compounded indifference. <laughs> it that all Com- depends on how everybody else is feeling. Uh, like if they nailed. It. I mean, if we're gonna spend the money to make it all encompassing, 
compound I feel like this needs to kind of be like an agreement that this is kind of like home base for everybody mm-hmm. uh, but if we don't want to do that obviously there's places we can go to make all that happen so it, it just depends on what you, you lads want to do I've kind of made my position clear. I can do most of my stuff if I have a room of my own. Uh, but other than that, I mean, a common space is all I'd really need. I don't particularly feel like we need to necessarily do, like, all-encompassing. Because okay. we can always just walk to the places. Like, the forges, we don't necessarily need a forge there. We can walk to the forge. Are you, it's up to you. I can put them all in there. I can put everything you need into into one place, or I can you can... You can have... Out of curiosity. Yes. Free real estate. Uh, uh, out of curiosity, um, what's the what's the price difference on, on, on the two? What are we looking at? Okay, so... Uh, I mean, make or break all of this and not be even in tradition. True. Uh, for, uh, for the basics of a place for all of you to reside plus a couple of... Uh, common rooms for you to fill out as needed, um, plus supplies that would need to fill those rooms with whatever you guys need. Uh, that would cost you... Let me take a look here. Let's say uh, let's say 8,000 gold pieces uh, to to do that. That's nothing. That's nothing. For a all-encompassing... Fucking Zool! Yes, because they're building it for you. It's not a. It's it's building you a literal complex. Instead. Complex. Um, for what, for a larger compound. So that was eight thousand gold. Correct. Yeah. And uh, for a larger compound, uh, for Kinzun with everything you would ever need, any like basically like a forge to build things, a workshop to to work on stuff, a training room to to train things, um, a a hammocky garden for sleeping outdoors. <laughs> um, that will run you uh, that will run you 10,500 gold. That's worth it. That's yeah. worth it. Signed. Do it. <laughs> Done it. Yeah, it's only a little bit it's only a little bit more. So yeah. I would say probably then let's say most of the, Because most of the construction is most of the cost is going to construct so adding all the extra stuff is really not a whole lot. All right. So. Well, it's up to you, lots if, if that's what you Sounds want to do. Sounds good. Yep. Yeah, we it's, still have 8,000 gold left in yeah, the front. I'll take Seems it. Seems like a pretty nice neighborhood. All right. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll okay. be doing that. Let's there you go. Who's keeping, t- <laughs> who's keeping track of the party fun? I think. I, uh, uh, yeah, take I think. that out of there. Every campaign. All right. So with With Ron Evermead's supervision and about, I would say, 12 days of uh, quick work, by many, many hands. The house known as... The House. No, we'll come up with that name. House we'll... of Indifference. The House of Indifference. The Compound of Indifference. There you go. Compound, well, of, the compound of Indifference. Does that sound right to you, lads? I don't Meanwhile, really care. the whole of what justice. Compound, what the name is. Indifference. Compounding Indifference. We'll figure out what the... I'll let you guys have a week to figure out the official name. Two weeks. Well, it's yeah, going to take us about 30. It's going to take a bunch of weeks. Can't wait till we never fucking name this here's, place. Here's, here's my question sure. before we end. <laughs> yeah. Can I go and work in our new training center and get maybe a, a level out of that? Just doing some training. Oh my god. Training. What a, this what is a not RuneScape. 
we'll talk about it. That's where we're going to end tonight's episode. Uh, thank you guys so much uh, for listening. Thank you guys so much for playing. Uh, a special thank you to Drew for taking time out of his uh, long-fought vacation uh, to join us tonight. Appreciate Does he go to Florida like five times a year? We appreciate you so much, Drew. And I appreciate all of you guys. And I appreciate you, the listeners. Matt, are we good? Huh? Which Matt? <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, Goodbye, everybody. Of course we're good. Of course we're good. <laughs> Sorry, Drew, you're breaking up. Can't. You're breaking up with Matty P. <laughs>
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.